Girls and I wouldn't settle Our scores with a knife in the back Or a scythe from the balls Now a hero doth not carry dagger No sword, just a cheat Those things sticky as Jerry Keyboard And his only companion From what I can tell Is a rodent with wheels, lights And angles from hell So all you good people Now come gather round And hear my new stories Of heroes above For there is a new breed of adventure In the air who laughs In the face of all danger No fear So prepare your armor And ready your eyes For a poke in the eye From a twenty Dies. Also, most likely Cheeto stained. And we are recording. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to another episode of Dice Sesh. Dice Sesh! Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, we're back. Yeah. Bring me death. <laughs> Now, to you guys, it may not seem like we were gone that long, but for us, it's been two weeks. Yeah. We've, Anyways. We've been, we've been itching for some D&D. Itching, I tell you. Itching. Itching. So, um, I'm just looking out my window right now, and I see a cloud that's definitely shaped like a skull. That better be a good sign. Oh, great. Anyways, uh, let's start How can you see cloud? anything? It's already getting dark out for me here. Um. Oh, we're starting, right. Um, from the top, then. Our good friend from across the pond. Introduce yourself, good sir. Hello. I am Jack. I like long walks on the beach. But most people just say, it's just Mumsy. Hello, I am Mumsy, but I am also a moderator of all ages, a geek. Slightly high... I'm, I'm there, 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 there. Slightly caffeinated. <laughs> And I play the hyperactive knucklehead, somewhat daddy energy that is the Spyro. Mm -hmm. Take it away from me, Tracy, because I'm losing my mind. <laughs> uh, hey, everyone. It's me, Tracy, also known as Curious Cat, writer for all ages, a geek, and stressed out adult. Uh,. Alan's doing all right. Yeah, and who do you play? Yep, yep, I was just saying. And my character, Alan, he's doing all right. He'll be fine. Yeah, that's all I got. Go, Felix. Oh boy, we're on to me already. Yep. And I'm so sorry to say that I don't have anything fancy. No internet spiel about, oh, man, I'm in cyberspace and we're cranking out the Delta Matrix to the... Y cube or anything like that. <laughs> uh, I've been told numerous times by all of my compatriots that I'm just not as funny as uh, Sam Regal. Which means I have to be funnier, damn it! 20 back <laughs> into these opening bits! You didn't see this coming! You didn't see the energy turn! <laughs> On to you, Kai. <laughs> <laughs> all right Jesus mental Christ. notes when editing this episode lower felix's volume hello everybody my name is kai from the channel known as kai and des plug that dead channel till it's not dead um <laughs> <laughs> i am uh one of the hosts of this lovely podcast and that's pretty much all i do and uh, I also edit the episodes sometimes, so hello! Um, I play Jude, the lovable Anvil Rot, who, um, you know, is trying to, uh, 
you know, come to the next part of his identity crisis is all I will say. And um, that lovely piece of information, I'm going to uh, send it over to the literal rock of this campaign, uh, Susan. Introduce yourself, please. Hello, everyone, and welcome uh, to the episode. My name is uh, Susan, otherwise known as Monster Review Girl, or MRG. I have my own channel, Monster Review Girl Videos, uh, and I voice the extremely worried uh, leader of this outfit, God help us all, uh, Ava. And now I'm going mm -hmm. to pass the torch off to this party's second brain cell, the himbo cleric, Crow. <laughs> Hello, I am Iron Crow, or Crow, or Will. And I play Tauros, the Minotaur Medicus Famelicus, who, as I said before, is the residential himbo and self-appointed advisor of the group. He does give advice. But it's a good question if it, it is good advice. Again, intelligence <laughs> of five, ladies and gentlemen. We love him. We do. Do. Now <clears> passing <throat> it to Lava, the tail spinner. Okay. Hello, everyone. It is I. Lars Eckholm van Harwigen den Breams, otherwise known as Love of the Tail Spinner. And, um... Yeah, just trying to sort of get myself in the proper mindset, because... <laughs> oh, Start laughing maniacally, you'll get there. Oh, uh, no, I, I don't want to be the maniacal evil DM. I, I want to be the one who, you know, is somewhat understanding of the party's plight, and, you know... Oh, I'm an impartial you. god. That was a joke. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> um. Anyways. <sighs> so, last episode, um, the group took on <clears throat> an entire flock of Nyxborn eagles, apparently sent by Heliod. And, um, a week has passed since last we joined them. And so, as we turn our gaze once more to the magical lands of Theros, let's go over briefly what you all did in that week's time. Okay, I guess we're starting from the top. Uh, Spyro, what'd you do? Spyro's yep. been whipping out his new wand whenever he can to attune to it. Okay. Um, and he has also been um, uh, contemplating what to do with the uh, piece of horn that he got from his head that he really wishes would grow back, but he knows that he doesn't have anything to glue it back on. So he's just holding this big, huge chunk of horn. And he's just like, I don't know what to do with you, but if I die, I'm going to have to send someone home with this thing. So they got something to bury me. <laughs> They got some part of me to bury, just in case. Hmm. Who to ask? Do I ask Jude? Do I ask Aslan? Or do I ask Ava? <laughs> Who would be mentally ready for this honor and uh, um, responsibility? 
I'm not allowed to answer this question because that's considered metagaming. <laughs> uh, and plus, it's up to Spyro. Yes, yeah. he's trying to. He's trying to. He, he's he's really contemplating who to give it to. He's not going to give it to Tauros because Tauros. Maybe Tuckus, but I think Tuckus has got enough on his plate at this minute. But you know. Yeah. He doesn't just he doesn't need a Spyro just to be like, hey, listen, if I die, take this home for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um I think he's gonna I think he's gonna hand it to Ava and just be like, listen. Just in case I don't make it, because I don't feel exactly confident in this fight that I can best such a creature. It can turn you to stone. It can turn you to stone. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Ah. Here we go again. <laughs> he just randomly hugs Ava and just like, just. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Um. What else would he have done? Uh, just watched everyone else work out, if anything. Besides that, <laughs> he's just been sitting there watching, maybe with a cup of tea, thinking about Fotina and wondering if they ever made it out of their reins. Or Fotina. The freedom. <laughs> Fotina. Rest in peace, my fallen angel. Possibly fallen angel. We haven't seen a body yet, so we don't know. We, we don't know yet. <laughs> I nope. feel like we gave Fotina the Yoshi treatment. Mm. Moving <laughs> along. <laughs> All right. So, Spyro, mm -hmm. you've been training and working with the wand, and um, there are a few times where you would snap it and the water whip would curl around and smack you in the bum, but um, eventually <laughs> you got the hang of it, and um, you're quite proficient with it now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whenever, whenever it hits him in the back, but but blah, blah, blah. when it hit him in the backside, he's just there like, I didn't want this. <laughs> I like it, but I hate it. <laughs> okay. So then, learning things about Spyro today, I see. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's move on. All right. So, Aslan. What have you been up to this past week after healing from your injuries? Still trying to figure out what the hell Aslan's doing. Um, because I have because uh, hey, two things. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't you like? And I'm not metagaming here, but I'm just reminding you. Didn't you say something about talking to whoever gave you the mission? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, um, yeah, Aslan's definitely gonna, he's gonna, um, I guess find a, a quiet spot, um, uh, what, what kind of terrain are they at right now? Just You're kind of out in the plains, um, heading towards okay. the mountains. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, yeah, so Aslan's gonna, uh, Go to the uh, um, just find a quiet little spot 
uh, kind of just get into a, like a meditating position. Um, yeah, he takes a deep breath because it's like, okay, you know, just because it's been a while since he's sent any prayer to any god. So this is, so it's like, so this is a bit of a stressful situation. Um, and she's like, I know, I know that you're a busy god given the, the never ending responsibilities that you have, but if you have a spare moment, uh, just wanted to talk and go over our arrangement and everything and what it is that's here and the task that you had given me. A a anything? You wait. You wait. And you're not getting anything. But yeah, I was just like, that's fair. That's fair. <clears throat> and as you sit there, I'd like you to roll a wisdom check. Aslan. Okay, straight wisdom. Okay. What does a 15 get, Aslan? You breathe in the night air and close your eyes, let out your breath. And when you open them again, you see. A faint glowing outline of a familiar Leonin. <gasps> Grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, your reaction. <laughs> by the way, by the way, that, that Grandpa? That, that's out of character. That was out of character. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can be in character too. <laughs> okay, 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 just like. Grandpa? Is that, that you? Rarely does the God of Passage answer beyond when he is needed. You have questions, young one. I... I do. Um, my conversation with Athrius was was very brief, so I didn't really get a chance to. Uh, there were some things I didn't either. I didn't get a chance, or just didn't think about asking at that at that time, given circumstances. You wanted clarification, given how the last deal went with the last god you spoke to? Yes. Athreos can be a cruel, grim god. 
but he is always fair in his judgments and his tasks. I do not think you need to worry, save for the deadline by which it must be done. Mm. I, I guess the specifications that I was wanting to know more about was, um, you know, like how, you know, how exactly um, am I to bring back uh, at any of these uh, individuals and whether I have to do this alone? You fear that any influence from the other champions will garner you mistrust. And have Athreos label you a cheat in his game. Yes. The River God is fair in his judgments. And so long as the task is completed, he should not care how it is done. Um, that's about the only concerns I, I really had, um, but it is, uh, but yeah, that's about what I had. Um, thank you, grandfather. Of course, champion of Oreskos. Before you uh, make your return, um, was there anything you, a message or anything you want me to pass on to home or? My time passed long ago. Any messages I wanted passed along were done by the time I passed along. Okay. Of more concern is how you are handling your gifts. What I managed to impart on to you was but a fraction of the full capabilities of a full-fledged druid. It's it's a lot to process in a completely different, I don't know if I would say mindset, but it's, it's definitely different from used to, but I, I have, I have, uh, I know who I, that, uh, I have, am, with the people that I'm traveling, that they can help me with giving me any guidance that I need in relations. Hmm. I am not so sure. Hmm? The magic that they practice is different from how your gift works, Aslan. 
Sí. If you wish to deepen your understanding of your powers, you must look within yourself and in the natural world all around you. There is no formula for the power that courses beneath our very feet, that beats on our backs every day. The mages of Melitus can try all they like to harness it. And the Oreads of the mountains are perhaps closer than perhaps even our shamans can ever become to the earth. But ultimately, if you wish for guidance, their way is not the way you should go. I, I understand. Um, remember, discipline in body and soul. And he sort of reaches out a phantasmal claw and sort of taps your chest. You cannot hesitate as you have done in the past. You must remember the training of your father. And you must tap into the power of those who now dwell within you. Right. Um, Be strong. And he puts a hand on your shoulder as he begins to fade from your sight. We are always with you. And you blink. And he's gone. Can I take this moment to see if Aslan remembers anything that maybe he would have heard from his mother or father or any of his tri uh, members of his uh, tribe uh, about his grandfather? Uh, sure, roll a history check. Uh, hey. Or like some form of intelligence check. Oh, okay! That's a, that's a dirty 20. Nice. You scared the hell out of me, Tracy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> she, she's, she just gets excited. Oh, dear. Knowledge. It's so exciting. I thought you said I'm not you... proficient with history, so it's like, okay. You remember your grandfather, um, you know, briefly when you were a cub before he passed on and your mother inherited the role of shaman. Um, and you remember the tales they would tell you afterward, how he, um, <clears throat> was generally regarded as a, um, 
a wise uh, leader. And even though, you know, it was largely matrons who were in charge of the prides, he was one of the few exceptions, a male Leonin who rose to prominence and became a shaman. And even though normally, like, he could have held the position of, um, of the clan leader in terms of the hunting parties and the like, like most males do, he's decided to stay largely in the role of an advisor, um, as a true shaman, um, and you also remember how, um, he gave your father the blessing to unite the tribes, the various splintered factions of the Sun Guides, and, um, you know, by all accounts, he was very wise, very kind, um, and the tribe felt the loss when he passed on, but your mother stepped up admirably to the role, and, um, your father lived up to the expectations of the pride and um, his expectations as well for him. Uh, I guess after so um is there anything else I could do for the rest of that week, or was that just it? Um, what else would you like to do? I would say that was like a one-night thing, so... Okay, um, still I get... Rest of the yeah. week. I guess taking his grandfather's advice to heart, uh, Aslan's gonna spend the week just kind of, in you know, becoming more in tuned, you know, one with you know, the nature around him, and, um, I guess gonna try to learn a new spell through that? Or replace one of my spells? Okay, alright. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, resident, um, spellbook, Felix. Uh. (laughs) Druids can change up their spells every single day, they they don't need to level up, and they don't need special things to do it. They can just right. make new spells at the beginning of each morning. Right. Okay. Druids um, know all their spells. They can just prepare only a set amount. Okay. Um, I guess... Hmm. Yeah, I, I guess... Would that be a way for, like... With like proficiency with nature, or how how would how would that? Sure. So if you want to gain proficiency in nature, that's going to um, I'm gonna need. So you don't have proficiency in the skill yet, correct? Nope, no proficiency in nature. Nope. Okay. Um, is there anyone amongst the party who is proficient in nature? Let me see. Because you're gonna need someone to teach you. I have jack of all trades. They need to be proficient. It can't be like a um, passing knowledge. I think no. Jude is proficient in nature, but you'd have to ask Kyle when they get back. Mm. 
Okay. Um, I would say you can still make the check. Um, it's just you're gonna do so. the The check is gonna be higher, essentially, since you're trying to sort of figure this out based on the sort of collective memory of all the Leonin for you that you now have mm. access to. Okay. Uh, so how would I do? Do I just so you would roll three nature checks? Okay. Uh, 21. For the first roll? Yep. So, everyone who, um, is uh, familiar with Aslan will notice that, um, ever since the eagle attack, um, he's been spending a lot more time just sort of sitting by himself and meditating. And while there's no sort of outward sign of it within Aslan, you find that you are sort of sorting through the vast knowledge gathered by all the Leonin who came before you, um, just sort of trying to sort of piece together, like, their knowledge of the natural world. And um, it's a slow process, and it can get overwhelming at times, but you are... Staying disciplined in this so far. Um, make another roll. Second one was a 12. <laughs> uh, it's a lot of memories. It's a lot. Of yeah. Memories. And um, towards the middle of the week, it, it, navigating through the stream of consciousness of every single Leonin is taxing. And exhausting. And there are some points where you're just sort of sitting and trying to meditate and trying to focus, and it just isn't coming. Um, make uh, one last roll. Promising. Uh, 15. You try to rally, and you're doing your best, but it looks like it's going to take some time before you reach a full understanding of the natural world this way. Um, you haven't reached proficiency yet, you made a little bit of progress, but, um, yeah. Okay. Hey, just being able to make progress towards a proficiency is fucking stellar. Yeah. Yeah. Let's everybody congratulate Lava for just being a trooper and yeah. giving us these stupid yeah. things that we're like, can we do this? Yeah. I mean, it, I don't see it as stupid. Like, it's, it's, you know. I mean, we need to, I mean, he's asking us what we're doing, and throughout the week, we're answering. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's. Uh, it's mostly because the thing I want to do is very stupid, and I wanted to, you know, butter him up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of, so, Takis, it's been a week. Uh -huh. What have you been doing? I boy, you're gonna fucking hate me. Okay. Oh, no. I would like to sit with Jude. Okay. To try to work on getting a feat. A feat, you say? Yes. 
What sort of feat? Magic initiate wizard. Okay, hang on a second. My intelligence is my lowest stat, but extra cantrips are always good. That's that's my reasoning for this. Makes sense. Uh, and plus one first level spell from the wizard spell list. Yeah. Excuse me, there's a lot of fucking options there. Yeah. Well, yeah, thanks for. Well, hey, I mean, like, I like this idea because it helps me with the whole Jude is just trying to help everybody being teacher Jude this for right now. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice. If I'm we get, sure. uh, and I will understand if you limit, if you limit the cantrips and spell, I can take to cantrips and spells that Jude knows. Do you need a list of my spells, Lava, or...? <clears throat> um... Are there specific spells you're, you're trying to get, Felix, that I know? Uh... No. I would uh, say... Alright, alright, so here's... Of, uh, I don't have a lot of damaging spells. And I thought, okay, what's a good way to do this? And I thought, is there a way I can get Takis Booming Blade? And then I thought of this. So mm -hmm. if I can't get Booming Blade and I can still get other things, uh, that's fine. He just he doesn't have a lot of attack spells, and I'd like a little bit. <laughs> Alright, so here's how I'm going to do this. I'm going to have you roll three intelligence checks. Straight. Straight. I'm not the best. I'm not the best teacher. <laughs> I think you're and... at a disadvantage, Kai. What? And here's what's gonna happen. By the end of it, regardless of what you roll, you're not gonna have magic initiate. But I can start working I... on it. Well, yep. So how that's gonna work is. <clears throat> You, using the feats rule, um, you can forego an ability score improvement and take a feat instead, right? Yeah. I am going to say, with the proper training, as in, like, you spend, like, all of your free time trying to do this, you can have it so the level before... So next level. Yeah, the level before you would have the uh, ability score improvement, you may take the feat. So I'm going to get two feats in a row. I like that. If. If I, if if I you, nail these checks. If I nail yeah. these checks. And uh, as a forewarning, it's very difficult. That's totally fair. This is with no modifier, so let's see if I can do this. All right. Pull them out for you. First one's a 13. So you have Jude sort of start pushing you, and like you have mock magic duels, and um, 
Jude! You can kind of tell he's holding back. But even so, he is thrashing you in these <laughs> uh, practice duels. Just trying to sort of refine your magic uh, prowess and the like. Right. Even I'm, my, uh, I'm used even to singing my... a song, not tracing runes. Yeah, because right. even my version of holding back, you gotta realize, my dad was not about holding back, so... <laughs> it's not the best at holding back. Like, my version of holding back is still gonna hurt. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you have some singed fur at the end of each of these. Um, yeah, right. yeah. Two more? Yep, yeah, two more. Mm-hmm. By the way, Felix, okay. are we just are we just dueling and no talking, or is there any talking? As of right now, I'm just making these rolls, Kai. Okay, I'm we'll, just. We'll, we can role play this out after I know whether it's a pass or succeed. All right, cool. No, I was just asking. Yeah, uh, slightly better. Only slightly. Oh, no. Sixteen. Hey, at least it's going up. So. Few more days pass, you're still going at it, and Takis, you are getting sorely. You're not having fun with this, and the lack of improvement from your perspective is uh, a bit disheartening, to say the least. Dude, you notice that, like, you know, his form is improving. Um, mm -hmm. He's starting to react more, and his movements are more uh, precise. Um, yeah. He's less sort of doing the flowy, dancey thing, and more sort of in line with your way of doing wizard magic, which is very precise um, flicks of the wrist and proper uh, intonement of um, incantations. Right. Um, God up above, please bless my dice. <laughs> <laughs> you got this. <laughs> oh my fucking god! What? What? I, what? God, I think that was a 20. No, it's not a 20, but it was almost a 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no! no. It oh, no. teetered. It teetered for a second. I'm like, <gasps> 18. <laughs> Yay. It was like warbling between 2 and 18. And I'm like, <gasps> so slowly, ever so slowly, the past three days, Takas, you just push yourself forward through the battles again and again and again. Jude knocks you on your ass, but you keep getting up and you keep trying. And, uh, Jude, you're noticing some marked improvement in Takis's um, magical combat. Um, not nearly enough to say that he is, by any stretch of imagination, a wizard or even, like, a candidate for, like, more intense magical training, studying formulas and the like, but... Mm -hmm. You know, in terms of just raw combat capability, he's starting to get there. Um, yeah. Yeah, the basics of evocation that's not necessarily, like, uh, written or oh, right. encanting. An Jude's an evocation mage. Right. Lava, question. Yep. So when I 
do get this. Mm-hmm. What are my limits bef- before anything? Am I limited to cantrips and spells Jude knows? Am I limited to evocation school? What What's going on here? I would say it would depend on how you train. Currently, yes, you would have just Jude's um, spells and the like. But if you decided to train with other magical people, like, you know, it says with Magic Initiate that it can be any sort of casting class. So if you decide to sort of diversify, then you can sort of... Oh, yeah. No, if we yeah. had a sorcerer, I would try... I would be aiming for Magic Initiate Sorcerer and just, like, being like... Uh, Takus found his innate magic and tapped into it a little bit. But since you have us pick training partners, the cleric mm-hmm. spell list doesn't have anything I'm looking for. The druid spell list doesn't really have what I'm looking for. Sorry to both of you. And it doesn't let me... It doesn't let me, like, take Paladin. And I already know everybody else's spells because I'm the bar... I'm also a bard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why I went for wizard spells, being like, okay, even then, I can take, like, Firebolt or... or... or Ray of Frost or something yeah. where I can hit... Because right now I got debuffs and a sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need a little bit of range. And the I Eagles kind of brought that home. <laughs> yeah. I-, I thought this would be a fun way to try to get that range. Right. Okay. And Kai, let's let everybody run through what they're doing for the week and then we can have a scene. No, I mean, I, I only was asking if you wanted a scene, not, the- not oh, to no, say that. Oh, no, I'm totally good one. with it. Okay. Right, well, first um, up, Jude, what are you up to? Well, hold on, because uh, maybe put me last since I have two characters wanting to do stuff with me this week so that I can get a better grip of what I, as the player, want to do myself, um, if that makes sense. So I think move yep, on to okay. Susan. All right, Ava, you have a week. What have you done with it? Aside from put Tauros through further basic training? <laughs> yeah. So a repeat of last week? Um, there is another thing I've been thinking about, but I'm pretty sure I can only really do one thing at a time. You got a whole week, so you can do half of the week training Tauros and the other half doing whatever else you want, I think. I mean, I, I guess it's up to Lava, but... Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it just depends on what you're trying to do. Yeah. Uh, and it's sort of just, if you guys want to do something, if you want some, if you want to use the downtime given to you, then, like, do it. Yeah, um, you don't have to do something if you got nothing planned. Yeah. Right. Yeah, just Ava's gonna take the time to put Tauros through further a crow in basic training. He did just fine okay. last week. He should survive this week. Okay. So then, Tauros. Yeah, well, last week he made progress towards being proficient in athletics and he's going to keep on trying. Okay. 
Baddie's little to, soldier. Yeah. Want me to roll for that? Yep. Roll me uh, three athletics checks. Three athletics checks? Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, that one is uh, pretty good, actually. Uh, let me see. 22. So, once you, everyone's healed and everything's going, Ava gets you back on the grind, and you just jump and get right back onto the grind. Um, you're lifting rocks uh, wherever you can find them. Most of the time, though, it seems to be more cardio stuff. You're running up and down hills, and a drilling you, trying to sort of improve your time going up and down. Like, you're doing suicides, you're... <clears throat> doing push-ups, like, any kind of exercise you can do on the field, you are doing it, and uh, you are excelling. Uh, make another roll. That, oh, geez. Um, it's not as good as 22, but it is 21. Yep, not you. Continue going through the paces. Um... <clears throat> Ava, in the time you've known Tauros, like, you know, he's been doing a lot already. The various combats you guys have gone into, um, marching through the hills and all of that. Um, this added training, you're starting to see a lot more muscle definition on him. Um, no longer does he appear to be that sort of, like, scholarly type. Like, yes, he still has the ropes and all that, but underneath, you can tell, he is starting to build up some muscle. Um, one last check. Come dice, don't fail me. That is not a failure, I think. That's an 18. Okay. So, with two weeks training... On top of everything else that you guys have gone through, as you guys are making your approach to the mountains, Ava, you can most definitely say that Tauros by this point would have passed basic training. Yeah. Congratulations, you are now proficient in athletics. Yeah! Hell yeah! Good job, Finally. my boy! Good Congratu job! Congratulations, Tauros, yeah. you have survived a crow in basic training. <laughs> Beefy, the, the beefy cleric can be taught. It's can be taught. I, I will, I will say while... Like, you're looking at him, and Toros now reminds you a lot more of his mother, and if it weren't for his general sort of demeanor, you would uh, be a bit more, uh, a bit more wary walking around him, but, uh, you know, yeah. it's Toros. Yeah, mm -hmm. she she knows Tauros to be, with the party, kind of a lovable doof. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I will say, while this is going on, Spyro is just watching and is just sort of fanning himself every now and again. But, yeah, other than that, he's just sort of sitting there watching, just being like... <clears throat> wow. I don't know if you can actually see him come back from a particular workout... And um, he's taken off his uh, shirt and stuff so that way, you know, he can sweat it out. And he's got abs now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mama. Oh, mama, mama, mama. Oh, mama, mama, mama. <laughs> Mom, calm down. 
Um, Spyro, Spyro is just loving life right now. He is, he's just, he, he's there going, if I die tomorrow, I die a happy satyr. Okay. Um, by the way, moms, you were going to tell Lava what, uh, that one thing? Oh, yes. Um, 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 Spyro, while trying to use the wand and failing miserably every time he hit him in the behind, he get he gets frustrated and asks Jude for pointers on how to flick his wand because he doesn't know how to flick and uh, it go the right direction. He's yeah, not so good. He's not very good at the waving the wand, as it were. Mm. Oh, so I'm just adding flavor there. Tacus Tacus isn't in the mood. Isn't in the mood to make the jokes about what you just said. Mom's can't break, <laughs> can't break character. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, I guess is everybody else done? Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. So actually, that, yeah, Jude, what do you want to do um, this week? Well, beyond just uh, giving pointers to Spyro and uh, having mock practice battles with uh, Takis. Um. Well. I think there's nothing really I can do with the book at the moment, I guess. Nope. I mean, unless I can try to figure out um, what I'm supposed to do next. Like, like maybe I could just study the book. I mean, you've already been thoroughly studied it. Yeah, Um. I know. There's nothing to do. Okay, let's see. Uh... Would you say there's any herbs in the area, or would the plains not have anything? Um, sure, you can roll the survival check to sort of gather uh, herbs. Alright, This will be over the so. course of the week. Yeah, I'm gonna do so since, you know, we're we're gonna be battling a Gorgon soon, so I feel like Jude wants to at least have some stuff together so that him and Tauros can make some potions with those empty vials we got. So, I think that's what Jude's gonna do, besides the training. Okay. Alright, so uh, what do I roll? uh, Survival, or? Yep. Or was it uh, nature? Yeah, survival. Okay. Alright, that's a 17 on survival. Okay. So... I will uh, you have um, managed uh, quite well moving up into the plains. Um, You've gathered uh, ingredients, and um, by your estimation, uh, you should have enough to make uh, nine uh, minor healing potions. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, you guys hit this one particular spot that was just laden with these herbs, and... Good lord. <laughs> it was like finding a gold mine. That's not awesome. only we had vials. We we have a few Oh wait, we do. Um Yeah, and Lava, is there other any stuff way? we can keep it in? 
Uh, Lava, is there any way to find a way to preserve the herbs that I that you know we don't use, or would you say that that's not possible? I mean, you can keep them in your pack and all that, um, so long as the weather doesn't, like, soak into them. Like, there is a definite time limit from harvesting to, uh, actually grinding them up into materials. Sometimes it can be a benefit, sometimes it hurts matters, um... Uh, okay, so these herbs are the ones that are going to, uh, re- like, these components are replacing the ones that me and, me and Tauros originally got, like, towards the start of the adventure, so I'm gonna say it's, like, refreshing our supplies for that. Okay. Uh, and I'll, I'll keep it all with my herbalism kit. Um, and then... Yeah, uh, besides helping the others and then having that conversation with, uh, so I think that's all I'm going to do. Okay. So. Um, when should we have that conversation, Felix? The first bout, the second bout, or the third? <laughs> Probably after the third. Okay. So this is like the day before you guys hit the mountain range proper. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Takis, you have put in your best effort and you can feel it. You feel you are doing your damnedest, but Jude once more knocks you on your butt. Could huh? you stop that? I can't learn if my feet are out from under me constantly. Well, you wanted to learn the proper techniques, and this is what I can teach besides the book smarts, and I know you didn't want us to go through uh, through that. This is infuriating. Just because I want something in case, oh, I don't know, more fucking eagles show up after your boyfriend. True, but you know with learning anything that it takes time. Trying to learn it now and at a fast pace isn't going to help you, it's going to hinder you. So getting frustrated about it won't help. Well, I'm sorry, I'm very much other options. The options are either run away, die later, or figure something out fast. I don't get to have a happy ending like you, Jude. What kind of ending do you see for me, exactly? Oh, you and your fucking boyfriend going off and raising a bunch of kittens. Probably orphaned kittens. Mm. That's not really the sort of future I see for myself lately. You're going to make me be a parent. Oh, great. No. What's wrong now, Jude? I thought we were more worried about you right now. Honestly. No, I'd rather not focus kind of on weird. at all. 
not talking about the frustration you're feeling is only going to make it build. That's, that's, that's great advice, that Jude. Anything else? I'm not one for pep talks, to be honest. I've noticed. I want to help you gain this strength for multiple reasons. But it takes a lot of concentration and training. It's not something that you're going to be able to get this soon. And that's no fault of you. It's just the fault of timing. If I had known of time that the Gorgon we were going to have to face was someone important to you, I would have prepared you better. If I had known ahead of time, the world had known ahead of time. If I had known that one fling a tryst in a city that I devoted my heart and soul to would eventually come back to bite me this hard in the ass, I would have kept it in my pants. Look, I know that it's not the same. But I can't say that I don't agree with some of what you say about, you know, making something, like taking something back. There are quite a few things that I wish that I had never done, and... Hating on yourself doesn't change what happened. Hating on yourself doesn't make you stronger. Hating on yourself more than likely leads to making more mistakes. And I know you don't want me to lecture you, and that's not my intent. I'm just saying it's like... Someone out of anyone in this group who has let their anger take over their decisions. It leads to stuff that none of us want. I don't want you to end up adding to your regret. I guess that's fair. It seems like... It's take a long time before I'm just ready and willing to heal. That's completely understandable, but... 
I'm not trying to imply anything, but it seems like you're trying to become something else because you don't want to be who you were or who you are. And if I'm being honest, I'm trying to do the same, but for a completely different reason. I don't like who I used to be especially with what it led to. You've seen me when I'm like that. Oh, yes, I have. But the person that I've known, the Takis that I've known, has done nothing but be there for his friends, try to undo his mistakes. You shouldn't be punishing this version of you for new information that you've learned. This is a mistake I... to fix. It used to be save the girl, now it's kill the girl. So you're, what, you're, you're trying to steal yourself for that moment? Yes. I'm trying to steal myself for the moment that I have to look at the person I love in the eyes and cut her fucking throat. That is the moment I walk towards every morning. That's the moment I get closer towards with every passing hour, with every marching step. The moment I have to look into the woman I love's eyes and end her. And I don't know how to do it. It's never easy, even after the first time. Even if the first time was accidental. It affects you no matter what. I believe what we are trying to do is to save Cleo from the pain that she must have felt to release her from a fate that she had no say in, even if it means releasing her from the mortal realm. It's a very hard thing to stomach, and I know for you it's ten times as hard. This is someone you loved. This is someone you... Killing monsters, that's easy work. It's a sword to a broken beast. Killing humans, so long as it's in self-defense, I really don't see a problem with it. I don't know them, they do. I don't know them and they started it. 
This is... I once killed dozens of children that I was trying to save. I I was aiming for those horrible men who were leading them to a life worse than death. And then I lost control and the people that I was trying to liberate. I ended up sending them to an early grave. Killing someone that you initially are trying to protect. I'm not going to say that it's ever going to get better. We're not even there yet, and you haven't even done it yet. But I will say that I hope that Cleo was the type of person who would want you to continue on from that. I hope that Cleo she would be the, the type, type to, to understand what you have to do. And Yes, you can you can hate the fact that you have to make this decision, but you also have to realize if there's no other option and if there was no way for us to have known up to this point. Then we just have to accept the inevitable. And I'm not going to tell you to cheer up afterward. That's not realistic. It's gonna hurt for a while. I promise you, I will stand by you. We all will. You don't have to face her alone. No, I just have to kill her alone. You saw the mural. They're all there fighting beside me, but I'm the one dealing the final blow. I kill Cleo. Never really been one for fate, as it were. Neither was I until all this started. Why do you think she didn't tell you? Love this, I mean. Because I never would have started on the journey. And you know this? Oh, yeah. Oh, if I knew that this whole thing was to just have me go and kill one of the only two people I truly love in this world, I would have told her to suck my left nut and gone back to the veil. Then Cleo would have eventually gotten out. 
have eventually killed the world to kill me. And before seeing Aslan die 20 times over, before seeing everything that happened in Miletus, before knowing that these higher powers can truly interact with us when they want to, there would have been nothing Clothis could have said to make me move. Forgive me for saying, but I, I don't really like her that much. Forgive me for saying I hate Fenax. <laughs> and Jude laughs. A, a pained laugh. Can I tell you something? Go ahead. The... When Phoenix first started talking to me, I didn't trust him as far as I could throw him. Always knew you were smarter than you let on. But then... He told me... Something. He told me that it was the only thing keeping my memories in place. And I thought, okay, you don't have to trust him, but you need him. And so that's where my mind was at for a while. And then. <coughs> started letting him in. And I never really regretted it until what happened with Tauros a week ago, two weeks ago. But the thing is, I don't even blame him. It was all me me that I'm so desperately trying to remember is the person that I'm afraid of now and I never want to be. Hmm. Jude back that then wouldn't have wouldn't have been the me now. And that is an interesting sentiment. I know I can tell you because you've always been there for me and I really haven't deserved any of it. Ava would tell me that it's my decision who I'm going to be. Boros would probably even forgive me for what I did. But I wouldn't feel like I deserve it. And Aslan, even though he says that 
he won't let our relationship get in the way of his safety. I know he's lying. So I'm going to do what I need to do. But I can't control him. He sure as hell can. Keep close to me. And I don't know what that means for me anymore. I trust him. I don't. Honestly, I. I don't know if you noticed, but I don't really like gods oh you don't say <laughs> that's the funniest thing I've heard in a long time but If I could save Cleo, I would. But this is your destiny. And even if I don't agree with it, it's up to you what we do with it. I don't think this is destiny anymore. You don't? No. I think my destiny was to marry Cleo. Have a family and have a good life. I think somebody fucked with destiny, and this is what I have to do to write it. Mm. So I can have a good life with Lycos. I really hope you get that, destiny. I really hope that you get yours with Aslan. Worked too damn hard putting you two together for you to get all broody and ruin it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't really been making it easy for him. I think he likes the chase. Don't tell him I said so. <laughs> and... Felix, would I... Out of character, would it be weird if I hug you? No, not at all. And a hug, Takis. You know. And Takis will, for the first time in a long time, smile and hug you back. Well, I don't know about you. I mean, I, I I don't really eat, but I think this is about time for uh for us to go eat. Need need our strength for what comes ahead. 
Yes, yes, I think we do. <clears throat> and so, as they head back to camp, and as the party assembles for one last night under the stars, where they can be somewhat relaxed, though the task ahead is grim and the path far from certain. That night, when us everyone, save for the recorders, to uh, mute and deafen, um, except for the audience and... Um, yeah. So everyone but everyone but the audience Susan. Well everyone but Kai, Susan, the audience, and you, Felix. Ah fuck. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm sorry if I got you in trouble with I asked the fucking question, didn't I? Tracy, mute and deafen. <laughs> Kai, Susan, okay. just mute, don't deafen. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. And don't mute. listen in. I'm not listening. Mm. Hi, buddy. Hey. So, night comes. You eventually go to sleep, and you find yourself. In the veil once again. And before you is Clothis. Oh, what did I do this time? Regardless of what you may think, I always hold my champion's well being at heart. I never said you didn't. This is just and yet you are angry. Uh, I mean, wouldn't, I don't, I would say, wouldn't you be, but I, I, I really don't know about your love life. But did you expect me not to be? Oh, the love of your life. You have to go kill her. You don't have a choice. You either kill her or you die. Yeah, that doesn't seem frustrating to you, not in the slightest. You think I have been unfair in the hand that I dealt you? Slightly. I know other people probably, well, I don't know if they have been worse off. This is, this is bad. But. It's so far removed from what I thought I'd be doing with my life at this point. You just expect me to take this on the chin and, and just go for it. Real gung-ho, like, yeah. Oh, I got it. I'll just go kill my girlfriend. Give her the good old college stab. Just... What did you want from me when you told me to do this? A thank you, Clothis, for the heads up. 
All I ask, all I have ever asked any, is to fulfill their roles. You are a champion. Champions are heroes. Champions serve Theros before their own. It is not an easy life. It is one filled with hardship, pain, loss, suffering. Many do not even live to see the fruits of their labors. But it is all for the benefit of Theros. Of Theros. Great. 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 And in turn, and in turn, should they live to see the fruits of their labors, it benefits them as well. This trial will be difficult. What you're saying is live through killing the love of my life and whatever else you throw at me and I'll get to retire to a good home. Bend out my... Spend out the golden age, just whiling away the time. Great. Best we can all hope for, I suppose. It does not, in your mind, make it any more right. No. Any more fair. No. It does not. I'm not asking you to suddenly go to all the gods of my friends and tell, the, and tell them, hey, let's set up a challenge for all of them where they have to kill the most person they beloved. That's also not fair. Fair does not equal just. I understand what I have to do, and I understand that the woman I love is suffering. But don't you dare ask me for a second to go in there with a smile on my face. I never did. Then why bring me in here and start accusing me of being upset? Should have seen that one coming. What have I accused you of? Have I not stated anything other than fact? Yes, it just... It felt like you were calling me wrong for those facts. 
Or maybe I think that I'm wrong for those facts. Clothes, at that point, starts to shrink on down. Oh, this is never good. And soon is standing before you. She waves her hand. And a table appears. And on it, a bottle of wine with two glasses. Tagus just kind of chuckles and looks at her. Now. You want to do this now? My existence has always been one of service. And as surely as you serve me, Takis, I shall in turn ensure as best I can your well-being. I believe that now more than ever, you may need have need of me. If for no other reason than the fact that you require clarity. And I have been as of yet unclear in some things. I intend to rectify that. She gestures at the table. Set. We may yes, talk sir. as long as your heart desires. And then she takes a seat across from him. Never thought. But I actually get this date with you. I suppose if everything's clear. Question Jude posed earlier. That, uh, I should think I should ask. Why didn't you tell me that from the start this would be a mission to kill her? I told you what you needed to know. That her strand of destiny was twisted and that you must fix it. The nature of the task and the deed 
was something you didn't need to know until later. Seems like a raw deal, but I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have gone along with it if I knew from the beginning, so. Do you bear anger or hatred towards me for this perceived deception? Slight amount of anger, but nowhere near hate. For as much as I dislike it currently, I believe I've made mention that you are the very thing that gave me purpose in life, besides being another drunken satyr. Purpose I was very much looking for wherever I could find it before you. It's like the difference between knowing something's wrong with you and having a name for what is wrong with you. It was something that clicked. Like, I always knew that I was your champion. I just needed the name. I understand that it is not what you had expected. Not this, at the very least. I cannot say that it will get any better for me. All that I can say is that should all go according as it should, you will have peace. Whether it be with Lycos, whether it be as a traveler, wandering from poli to poli. Okay. One last thing I need to ask about. This one's my own blunder, but I'd appreciate help. You gave me diamonds. That I am eternally grateful. I can't measure their worth. Are all the diamonds applicable in life magic? I know the window for the life magic is short. So I wouldn't want to miss our chance fumbling in the dark on diamonds that won't work. 
if they're all great for life magic, then that's beautiful. I can give one to everyone. Just have them keep it close to their heart in case something happens. But if they're not all applicable, then we need to figure out which ones are and aren't. Would I have guided you to them if they were not applicable to what you wish them to do? See, you're very cryptic. So that's that's a maybe. That's that's a maybe. But in this case, with what we're facing, I don't think you'd. I don't think you'd do that. No. Will I ever be able to get back to who I was before? this knowledge before I knew what I had to do. No. Time moves ever forward. You cannot go back. That is the nature of things. That's what I was afraid of. All right. Let's see how you like your wine. And he's going to open the wine bottle and pour cloth as his glass first. He's still a gentleman. Mm-hmm. And uh, then pour his own. And then take a taste. It's the best wine he's ever tasted. And you've ruined me again. Never be able to drink tavern swill after tasting this. You may bear many grudges against me, Takas. And many of them will be deserved. It is not in my nature to be a force of comfort. Destiny very rarely is a comforting thing. The weave I have spun, it can be cruel. For you especially, it will be cruel. Cleo is but the first. You will face many after. And there is nothing I can say or do to change that simple fact. 
This is the last of my loved ones I kill. I'm not harming my family, blood or found. This is the only one I can't see a way to do anything, but I'll find a way for any others. I'll bet my hooves on it. Clothis takes her glass and seems to regard it for a bit. Is it a white wine or red? It's this weird mixture of both. And when you look at it, you see that there are stars twinkling in it. And you sort of look at it and she's like, huh, I'm drinking straight Nicks. <laughs> Great. Wonder how fast this shit'll fuck me up. Were I to take you seriously on that bet, you may well lose. I'll see about that. Don't give me more any more doom and gloom till I dealt with this one, though. Then perhaps hope. And she waves her arm. And everything goes white for you for a moment. And through the blinding glare, you can just make out two figures. And one of them turns towards you and smiles. And a spike of dread runs through you, as well as sadness, because it's Cleo. But you said this would be hopeful, Clothis. What the fuck? It's out of character, buddy. Once it is done, and you hear Clothis in your mind, she will be with you always. And through her, 
You will enact that which she could never accomplish. Lava? Lava? And you see the other figure. For the briefest moment, you see a woman clad in silver metal armor. And just as she turns towards you, the glare brightens and you can't quite catch a glimpse of her face. And as everything goes white, Clothis says, You will find the strength of two champions. And with that, you shall save everyone. And that's where we're going to leave off that little vision. No, Lava, hold on. You wait a fucking minute. <laughs> you, you wait a fucking minute. Lava? Yeah. Is Cleo gonna become my sword? I'm not saying anything. Because because in the mural I got the glowy fucking sword after I kill the Gorgon. Is Cleo gonna become a living fucking weapon? I'm not saying anything. Oh, you asshole! <laughs> you goddamn prick! <laughs> what is she gonna fucking say? When I go to Lycos and she's just a sword! you feeling buddy <laughs> i hate you and i love you that, that sounds like a complicated emotion um, it is it fucking is <laughs> <laughs> i had hoped to sort of soothe any sort of potential like misgivings you might have had about clothes um oh i i never had any he's just he's just mad at the world currently right and I think it's well-deserved rage at this moment. Yeah, no, definitely. But, like, I hope that sort of fixed things, maybe, a little. I don't know. Let Lava, you're gonna make my girlfriend my fucking sword. <laughs> I'm, I'm fairly certain that's what that means. She'll be with you always. And then, and then it just, like, the second you said that, I'm like, wait a fucking minute. And with that... <laughs> Hey, Felix. Again, I would like to apologize, Felix. I, I like. I hope that I didn't get you in trouble. Like, I hope that I didn't get. I'm in so much trouble. trouble, Kai. So, Kai, I'm in so much trouble. Uh, let me tell you about Please. it. So, you all wake up the next day. Um, some more quickly than others. Um. Takis is sort of tossing and turning in his bed, and when he finally wakes, he's, well, 
Anyways. That wasn't an end to a sentence, sir, but yeah. okay. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> that was sort of your cue to sort of pick up, Jack. <laughs> What's there to pick up, buddy? Uh, Takis is still sad Takis. Got it. Okay. Iro um, is probably still a, still uh, sort of sitting in uh, Takis's tent for uh, moral support, and is just sort of just sort of looks over as Takis wakes up, and is just trying to be there, but doesn't really know how to help because uh, it's not a situation that Spyro really knows what to do with. Mm -hmm. Um, he just sort of offers him breakfast and uh just just gives him hugs and just just is in earshot just in case I didn't at all just knock something off of my uh counter. Whoopsie daisy. Jesus. Uh uh, <laughs> Ooh, uh I'll clean that in a minute. Um yeah, no, he, he just sort of, he, he, he just, he's just there, just trying to be helpful, but he really doesn't know how to help. And yeah, he, he just sort of, he, he looks really sheepish, kind of weird because he's a goat guy, but uh. he, <laughs> he, he's just sort of. Yeah, no, he, he's sort of looking towards the rest of the group and is just, he just sort of very quietly just says, are you going to uh, spend most of the day in here or are you going to come out with the others? Got to come out with the others. Okay. Y you look like you need a good cuddle. You need a good cuddle? No. Okay. Um. Did you get sleep? Ah. Sleep. What is it really, eh? Closing eyes and feeling rested afterwards. This is a very important question, though, Mom's actually, like, did mm -hmm. Spyro get any sleep, or...? He he did not. He's he's been one very... point of exhaustion. Yeah, yep. I I don't <laughs> mind taking it. He he's he's really he's really been struggling to sort of sleep, knowing everything that's going on and the stress. No, yeah, yeah. I understand. I understand, mums. We all understand. It's in character. You're good. Give me just a second, because for some reason. Everything has decided to go haywire. Okay. So, as you all start uh, packing up camp, you find that you are very close to the mountain face, and you see a pass heading up through them. Are we and back so, to the point where we saw something flying? Yeah, about that. Uh, I'd like everyone to roll perception checks, please. 
Oh, Yay! Children. Wonderful! Oh, that's... Oh, um, um, okay. Lava, uh, mm -hmm. do you think it's possible that in my week of things I made those two potions with Tauros, or, or do you think that would have taken more time? Uh, you spent time gathering the ingredient. You didn't spend any time actually making them. Yeah, I figured. It's okay. We At least we have stuff for later. <laughs> anyway. Disadvantage, um, well, we Lava. <laughs> yeah, you roll with disadvantage. Uh, do we all roll with disadvantage, or who? No. no. Yeah, just Mumsy, because Spyro took that point of exhaustion. Well, um, all I gotta say is, Tora, is that Tauros worked out his uh, muscles, not his eyes. Well, yeah, same with Jude. He's kind of thinking about the conversation that he and Takis had yesterday, so he's not really paying attention to his surroundings. Hey, you rolled one higher than me. Oh, jeez. Hey, uh, lava? <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, would you mind if I went and got a tissue? I was, uh, uh I, I need to blow my nose after our scene. Yeah, no, for sure, buddy. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> what did you do to him? I got a nine anyway. I'm not seeing whatever you're doing, so... Just somebody feel right. Right. Should, should we take yeah. a small break before the encounter, or...? Yeah, well, before we get started with the break, I will say, Ava and Aslan. Aslan is more of a scent thing. Notice that there's a scent on the air that's somewhat familiar. And as you realize it's the scent of oil and metal, Ava, as you're sort of looking at the past and trying to chart your course, you look up in the sky and you see familiar metal Streaks moving through the air, heading your way. And as the anvil raptors descend, we're going to take a break, and then we'll roll initiative, and yeah. Yeah. Jeez, Aslan's yeah. on, right, on, to on top of things today. <laughs> Initiatives with decks, right? So, okay. Uh, it's per uh, we're doing perception. Perce no, no, we, we already did, did the perception. Yeah, but we we're haven't gotten to initiative did now. Yeah, Lava hasn't said the words yet. Okay. Yeah. I, as Lord God DM, I declare, roll initiative! Okay, there, there we it go. Is. I'm going to have to lower that volume so much. Thank you, <laughs> I'm sorry, Kai. Oh, oh, you literally oh. were breaking your mic there. Okay, anyways. I'm sorry. Okay, so Ava's on top of her shit. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming okay. Toros still has muscle aches. <laughs> Alright, an initiative is dex, so... <laughs> oh no. Uh, nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, Ava is... We have oh, like five, four, and three. Great. Yeah, uh, hun? <laughs> Ava's apparently right on top of her shit today. I mean, to be fair, she's been having to deal with, like, in-team fighting and then those eagles. I, I, I'm i pretty sure she's, you know, pretty alert. <laughs> alert! On top of things. Paranoid. Slightly anxious. Lava, Lava what do we do here? Uh, yeah. What's your that? Same as Mumsy's. Oh. Uh... Hmm. Double team! 
<laughs> double trouble. Double, double, double trouble. I'd Sorry. Su- I'd suggest one of them rerolls, but that's DM's call. Another another idea is you'll both choose between one through four, and Lava rolls a d4, and whoever's closest. I don't know. I pick three. <laughs> <laughs> Which of you guys wants to go first? Figure it out amongst yourselves. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go in order, I guess. Mumsy, Mumsy, I'll take the. Will you let me take first? Of course. Yes, Spyro has been. Spyro's the sleep deprived satyr. So. Oh yeah, yeah. We can we can roll. We can put that into account. There we go. Problem solved. Just so the audience is aware. We have an interesting initiative roll right now. We got like three single digit rolls. <laughs> I pulled the worst. <laughs> oh, four. Yes, four. Four single digit rolls. At a net 20. <laughs> yeah. And Jude is. And here I thought you guys would have done better after the Eagles. No. No, we wouldn't. Because we're the Pharaoh uh. screw. You have too much faith in us there, Lava, I think. Yeah, he has well, faith in the Pharaoh's crew. Well, to be fair, uh, it's, I'm pretty sure some... The party members are either and, sore, traumatized, or otherwise distracted. And, okay, let's just go on. Yeah, let's, just, yeah, let's uh, just go. Alright, Lava. Do your thing. I don't even know how many raptors there are. Yeah, that's a good question. We'll find out when we get there. Just for the sake of clarification, just for the sake of clarification, by the way, um, Ava looks up and can immediately count eight incoming raptors. Oh my gosh! Twice the amount of last time! Yeah. (laughs) Oh, fuck, I'm looking at something. Shit. Well, at least I know I'm still thought of. Mm -hmm. It was five diamonds, right? Yep, it was yeah. five. I wrote it down. Okay. Mm-hmm. My D&D Beyond didn't save how many there were. I only had one diamond. Yeah, oh. I, I had one I had one on my person uh, that I picked up. Okay, so this raptor goes here. Oh, uh, guys, uh, how's it feel to get ready to become bird food? Hmm. <laughs> uh, caca. You know, well, at least like, I like know a... I'm. Oh, go ahead. Well, at least I know I'm still thought about. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it's like it's like it's just another Friday, you know. Another Friday in Pharaohs. But man, is any of you guys Alfred Hitchcock? Cause here come the birds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. But but you know, speaking of birds. I, you know, I, re- I really want to, um, I don't, I don't know if we're doing plug yet, if we're doing the plug right now. Uh, are we, is this a good time to do, to, to do Oh, yeah, no, 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 go ahead. I'm yeah, only, like, yeah, halfway yeah. through. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, Felix. Give me a second. I was eating oh, a small shit, bit of burger slider. Oh, we are professionals. Thanks. So because I didn't, I didn't know how long it was going to take for that internet performance. Same. So I, so I ate a little bit of my dinner. Mm, yeah. 
uh, crack both of my arms, my back, my knuckles, my neck, because it's time for me to play. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, Felix, uh, I've been trying, I want to I wanna listen to all these episodes that we're, we've been recording, but where can I find them? It's been so long since I've been able to do this. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to this small intermission that we're having while setting up initiative. And just as I've been prompted, it's time for your favorite part of the show, my part. And if you're wondering where you can find all this all ages and geek, geek, geek goodness, you can find it on Spotify, iTunes, and Apple Play. You can also find it on the All Ages of Geek Patreon. For the low, low price of $10 a month, you get access to all of these shows, plus reactions with Cat Tat and the rest of the gang at a month in advance. Well, months, plural. You also get access to our Discord server where we get to hang out, do, do cool stuff, and maybe you can win a chance to be a guest on this very podcast. <coughs> Ooh. Ooh. <clears throat> You right can now. also find us for free on YouTube at allagesageek.com where you get to see all those said reactions briefly cut up for time's sake because Cat and Tat like to ramble. You also get to see all of our wonderful live streams featuring the Captain Matt, British Mumsy, and more. We're a variety streaming show so you never know what you're going to get. Now, I have a question, Felix. Shoot. What if I want to read something that's geek culture related? Is there any place for that? I believe there is. Over on a wonderful website known as allagesageek.com, where we have articles written by some of the very people in this podcast and many, many other guest articles, wonderful listicles, and... Mm, I'm thinking we might be getting personality tests soon. Ooh. Ooh. Which part? Which version of cat are you? I'm a cat with a bat. <laughs> uh. Hmm. <clears throat> question. I'm the cat. Again, the yep. Finish up your yeah. bit, Felix. Oh, my bit's finished. It. Yeah. It can just. His end. bit's waiting for your bit. <laughs> ah. Well. Yeah, tell me In where you're ready to go, and I'll throw it back to you. Yeah, so, um... We now turn our minds from those particular sets of questions, which I'm not sure we need answering. <laughs> mm. We do. We need it for theatrical... experience. Fair enough. Um, and those questions <laughs> towards... Who goes first in the initiative? So, starting from the top then, Ava. Yeah? The raptors are coming in hot. What do you do? It's your turn. Okay. First order of business. Take out bow. <laughs> Aim bow. Fire. Okay, roll to hit. Excuse me a moment. That's a plus seven to hit. Does a 
Let's see, base roll 17 plus 7. Three. What's that twenty four to Mums? Oh, uh that's a archery attack to hit. Yep, that that's mm. twenty four, seventeen plus seven. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. Well, um, yeah, that definitely hits <laughs> for damage. Let's see. That's D6 plus D8. Plus 4 plus 3 because Moira's a plus 3 bow. Okay, that's... We have an opening salvo of 19 points of damage. <laughs> and like that, you shoot one out of the sky. <laughs> good, good job. Oh, describe the shot. <laughs> so, Anna looks up, and whoever's staying next to her sees her just smoothly kind of take Moira off her back, remove the cloth wrapping, string it, knock an arrow... Pull back to full draw, aim, fire, and you're not entirely sure what she's shooting at at first, and then you see an animal or a bird, an arrow sticking out of the uh, joint in the chest plate, just hurtling down out of the sky, trailing smoke. And if I kind of looks at them, I, it appears we have company. <laughs> now she says this, a raptor dives past her straight for you, Jude. Um. Oh, goody. Well, they are your dad's minions. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's a 12 to hit for the first strike. Well, luckily, even though I squishy boy, I'm not that squishy. All right, so block or dodge, what are you doing? I'm going to dodge because I'm a quick boy. Okay, so you see it coming and you... Jump back out of the way. It swoops around, still trying to peck at you. Um, uh, that's a lower roll than the first one, so once more, um, you're going to block or dodge or... Um, I guess... Can we say for, uh, for theatrics, I block it with my uh, magic shield? Uh, that would cause you to expend a spell slot. But I'm... Never mind, then. I will <laughs> dodge again. Okay. So yeah, you're sort of keeping your head down as it sort of flaps overhead, um, this metallic shrieking as it tries to peck at you. Um, <clears throat> it is now your turn. Are you angry? I'm, I, I, I'm sensing you're angry, and I'm... <laughs> it's like a... I feel like we all need to go to family counseling. I, this is out of character. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hmm. I am going to Ray of Frost the one that attacked me, I guess. All right. Roll to hit. Okay. That is a 19 to hit. Yep, that'll hit. Roll for damage. All right, that's 
2d8. So take the d8. 7 plus 8. So 15 frost damage on the, on the birdie. Alright, and it needs to make a saving throw, or no, it's just no, it's hit, not. Uh, hit. No, it's just a hit. And then, right. um, it, it says, yeah, uh, on a hit, it takes, you know, 1d8 cold damage, and its speed is reduced by 10 feet. Alright, um, alright, so... And then, and then since it's leveled, that was 2d8s instead of 1. Yeah. Since we hit level 5. <clears throat> right, so... <laughs> You instantly throw your hand out, and do you remember the first time when you did this, like, you know, you were managing to get some frost on him, but now with the amount of training you've, time you've had to sort of refine your powers, you instantly throw it, and you almost completely freeze the bird, struggling to stay aloft with wings, like you got most of the body encased in ice. Um. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, brother. <clears throat> I, I don't plan on dying today. So, as you say this, another one comes hurtling down for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, not enough to hit, so uh, block or dodge? Dodge again. I don't All really right. have anything to block with. Yeah, so you're just sort of saying, well, it was another one. Um, and then another one drops down. <laughs> They're starting oh, to swarm yeah. you. I'm... I'm I'm familiar with this song and dance. I'm a very This one got a guy. 14 to hit. Well, that one meets it beats it. Yep, Aww. so <clears throat> This one's a little more clever. <laughs> yeah, so the first two you're sort of just like spending them off with your staff or staying low. The other one, however, it really commits and the commitment pays off. Um Mhm. Mm it gashes at you. With its beak for a total of seven points of damage. Alrighty. And it circles back around and try again, but you see it coming in once stay low, dipping and diving. Mm-hmm. And um now we have a fourth one coming for you. Hooray. This one seems Angelina hit and gets a total of 23 to hit. Oh yeah, that definitely hits. Oh, if it no. beats four, like like Lava, if it beats 14, they hit. Okay, so this one doesn't do quite as much damage. Um, you take five points of piercing damage as it once again sort of pecks you on the face before sort of circling around trying to get at you again. Mm -hmm. Um, this one is with all of them sort of swarming you. You're now finding a very tain. Your it hits you again. I imagine with a uh, sixteen. Yeah. And once again, um, five points piercing damage. This one really sort of stays on you, clawing, pecking, sort of chipping little bits of metal off of you. Well, um, good news is I'm still <clears throat> alive. Bad news is, that's almost half my health. <laughs> and so while those four work on you, something strange happens. Three of them 
or initially, you can see their trajectory is lined up right for Jude, and you're just like, uh, again. But then they peel off, and they veer straight for Aslan. <laughs> oh, hey! oh, great, my dad found out that I came out of the closet. Yeah, I did. <laughs> for, for some of the people in the party, Jude, that closet didn't have a door. <laughs> yeah. I was already However, as... Aslan, you woke up, and you see one diving straight for you, and you've seen the trajectory, and you have an idea. Um, would you like to roll the hit with something? Ooh. Sure. Okay. Roll the hit. Just a, just, you, okay, just, 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 just straight up, just, just straight up D20? Yeah, um, we're, we're, or, and also add-on modifiers. Are you... Katagata? I imagine you're using Katagata, right? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. Using yeah. Okay, alright, yeah. So, you know, okay. add all the necessary modifiers and all that. It's okay, a standard let me, attack roll. Let me, let me look at all my notes. Let's see, so... Okay, so... Oh, wait, so it's just, it's just gonna be like a... What was it? Just gonna be a... Okay, plus five, okay. Because it's a... Because it's just extra lightning damage with the regular scimitar. Okay. Well, first you need to do the to hit modifiers. So, you know. Mm-hmm. D20 uh, plus strength plus, you know, other necessary bonuses. Uh, yeah, that, 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 that's a. Even with all that, that's an 11. <laughs> 11? <laughs> oh, God. Aslan, you were doing so well. <laughs> so, I'll give you this. So, you see it coming, and you raise the sword, and you're just like, batter up, batter up, and <gasps> as it streaks towards you, you're just like, oh, wait, and then you sidestep, and it smashes into the ground. <laughs> and- <laughs> wait, wait, so like it's stuck? <laughs> <laughs> Briefly. <laughs> Let me just roll damage to see how much it would take from that. <laughs> It snaps its own neck. <laughs> so you're just like, better up, better up, and sidestep. <laughs> um. Oof. Is it dead? <laughs> it very well might be. Uh. So I think it's... Oh yeah, for sure, it's gonna die from this much. I'll catch you. Yep. So, you say it, and it's just like, there's a smash of metal, and it sort of falls into pieces scattered around your feet. Asla just looks down at it, looks at it, he's like, I'm okay! Every family has one. So with that, Takis, you're up. <laughs> so now there's how many left then? Um, Two. Wait. You mean they're alive? Oh, no, 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 no. There's one, two, three, four. All right. All right, there was another one that was coming your way, I believe. Yep. Yep, so oh, okay. the next one is coming at you. This one fares a little bit better in terms of its angling. Um, that is a total of 15 to hit. Nope! Alright, so, blocker dodge. 
given this weird, stupid luck with the other one, he's just gonna sidestep out of the way. <laughs> All right. So you see this one coming, and you once again sort of lean off. It's veers off and uh, circles around, and uh, this time got a twenty-one to hit. Yeah, that hits yeah. And um, it sort of flaps by and grazes your arm. Uh, you take a total of four points of damage. Okay, that's not... <clears throat> yep, so now, Takis, you're up. All right. How many can I hit with a sword near Jude? Um, I mean, there's four of them. Are they within sword reach? Uh, two or three of them are. Okay. Uh, and the two or three of them that are, are they within... If Could I move to two or three of them and be within five feet? Of both? I'd say, yeah. Alright, I would like to move to one to make a scimitar attack, and I would like to use slashing flourish. <laughs> okay. Slashing flourish. God damn it. Mouse, stop fucking me here. Please. So, there we go. So the first one I need to actually hit. Yep. Hiya. Fifteen. To hit? Yes. Well, that'll hit. Woohoo! So the first <clears throat> target takes nine plus a d8. Because it's my bardic inspiration die. Mm hmm. This is. Th that's. So great. What? <laughs> I rolled a one. Oh no! Oh no! So the first target takes ten damage. Alright, and that first target is. Give me numbers for the raptors around, Jude. There's four. One. Yeah, four of them. One of them is having to nice and flying so well. Um, the others are undamaged. One of the undamaged ones takes the full ten. Alright, so you strike it. Um, it's not looking pretty. It's still definitely flying. Uh, you'll have a nasty gash in it. And then the one in ice takes one point of damage. Alright, the one in ice is still flying, but, you know, still hurting. 
Mm-hmm. So describe this flourishing Wait, blade attack. Oh, hold on. I have an extra attack. Do you? Yes. Uh, features and uh, sword bards at level six gets extra attack. Well, how do you do then? Go Bring for it. it. <clears throat> Another scimitar attack against the one that actually took uh, some actual fucking damage. 16 to right. hit. That'll hit. Christ to dice, come on. I rolled a 2, so that's 7 damage. 7 damage, you say? Yes. You knock it out of the air, but it's still sort of flapping around on the Mm-hmm. So you're going to describe this uh, flourish of blades? Yeah. Takis just rushes in and just spins like a fucking top before bringing the blade down. And then I'm going to use my bonus action. Didn't you use it already for the... or no? No, no uh, that, it that just uses the Bardic Inspiration. Got it, got it. Yeah, it just uses Bardic mm -hmm. Inspiration. It does not take an action. It is a part of the attack action. And it mm -hmm. increases cool. my walking speed by 10 feet in case I needed it. Got yeah. it. Yeah, so long as my attack hits, I can use a Flourish. Got it. Mm -hmm. Cool. So, bonus action. Healing word on Jude. Aw, thanks, buddy. Alright. I'm only gonna use level one, though. Thank you. Because I don't know how... So you heal seven. Okay. Just like, come on now, teacher, I can't have you dying on me yet. Hold on, I got out of my character <coughs> sheet by accident. Oh, no. All right, it's back. Uh, you said seven added. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna say like maybe the gash on my face heals up from that. Okay. And Jude just kind of smirks over at him. It's like, yeah. I mean, I I wasn't really planning on dying today. I kind of had some. Uh, an engagement that I need to get to, you know, be there for a friend. Hmm. All right. That is my turn. Cool. So, Spyro, you're up. Hello. I think I'm going to pull out the, uh, um, the bow of Jude. And at this point, Spyro <laughs> is just absolutely hysterical he's like birds why is it always birds <laughs> yeah and, and we never we never told mumsy about that first attack um so he goes he just goes what are these things i guess i read them in the book but i don't remember why why birds And he and he kind of points his bow at one of the birds that are sort of around uh, 
Jude, and I think he's going to go for one of the undamaged ones. Mm -hmm. Okay. Roll to um, hit. Okay. So far, our enemy list. Number one, Lumpods. Number two, Phoenix. Number three, oh. Birds. Oh. All birds. <laughs> Just oh. all birds. Birds, oh. yes. My what is it, Mamas? What is it? Not not twenty uh not twenty dad moment? <clears throat> Alright. Yes? Did I guess right? Mumsy? Kazidra and I have to roll with disadvantage. Uh, no, 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 that's no, only no, for no, skill no. checks, Mums. Oh, right. Oh, sorry. Well, anyway. <laughs> I happen to roll two. <laughs> How do you do this? I swear, if I didn't know that I'd say you just arranged them that way. <laughs> no, it's, no, the right? it's, it's, it's the power of dad love. Yeah, yeah. Ira <laughs> just really hates birds. Yeah. Okay. The, the power Roll for damage and double it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Hmm. And you thought you wouldn't have any good moments, mums. I really didn't. I'm not going to lie. With recent development, I found the Pharaoh screw. <laughs> okay, so that is 16. <laughs> and uh, that's 16 damage. Uh, Total. Undamaged, yeah. So uh, what Spyro does is he literally sort of raises the bow and he looks at one of the undamaged ones and he goes, get away from my son. I'm getting sick of this. And he fires. <laughs> The shot goes right through the bird's torso, and it now has an arrow stuck there, and it sort of wobbles in its flight, and it looks breach, but it's still flying. Mm -hmm. I just think it's quite fitting that one of my dad's creations is getting hurt by one <clears throat> of my creations now. Yeah. Anyways. Rant over. <laughs> Alright, so then... Anything else, mums, or...? Yeah, you want to use your bonus action for anything, mumzo? Uh, yes. He is going... ...to use his mantle of inspiration on everyone else, because he doesn't feel like he... ...deserves it half the time. And oh. everyone gets eight temporary hit points, and they don't provoke, uh, um, they don't provoke opportunity attacks, I think. They oh. have a free reaction with which to, they can use a reaction to, um, move. Yeah. And that movement mm -hmm. doesn't provoke opportunity attacks. Yeah. Nice, mm -hmm. nice. So, Jude, if you want to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. What? Uh, okay. What? What? You want me to get out of here? They're gonna follow me. <laughs> yeah, but they can't attack you. So maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Reposition. You know, while you have the chance. Yeah. Um. But yep. Careful, Felix. Don't don't try to you know metagame, metagame. with me though. 
All right. Uh, who's right. next? I, I can't metagame, so allow me allow me to say this in a way that's not metagaming. Jude, move. <laughs> Cactus <laughs> says. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's not my turn yet. But okay. okay. No, you, you can use this reaction immediately. Oh, I can. It's a reaction. Yeah. You can just go. Okay, lava. I I be a speedy boy. I'd like. All to... All right. Yeah. Uh, how far can I go? Just my distance. Yeah, just just how far you can normally move. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I can move thirty feet. So I'm gonna move thirty feet away uh, from the ones attacking me. Okay. Anyone else? How how close is Aslan to the uh, the group of to the small flock that was that <coughs> was by Jude? Uh, I'd say you're a good ten feet away. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Um, uh, uh, eh, Aslan's gonna stay put. Okay. Uh, Takas is going to stay put. Uh, Tauros is going to stay put. Hi, guys. See you in therapy. I'm kidding. Ava? <laughs> yeah? Are you going to use your reaction to move? Yep. All right. Where are you moving? Uh, the same way everybody else is moving. I mean, I'm the only one moving. So you, you following me, Ava? Or Takis says, "Move, I move." <laughs> All right. So Ava is moving with Jude. Yep. All right. As a sort of covering thing, I like it. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Strat, uh, protect the squish. Yeah. I hear from yeah. somebody who does a lot of casting and crowd control stuff. Move, I move. <laughs> okay. So, Tauros. You're up. Is there any uh, one of these Amorot Raptors that is not her? Um. Yes. So. I believe. Takis and Jude and Spyro have done a number on Jude. However, the. Remaining two that are on Aslan are um, still going strong. All right. Since, you know, the rest of them have the ones with Jude Handle going to attack one of them that's attacking <clears throat> Aslan. Okay. And I'm feeling good about this. Uh, we are going to do a third level guiding bolt. Oh, okay. Jeez. Roll the hit. <laughs> you better hit. Uh, yeah. Yes, it does. Uh, let me see. You know. Uh, does a 23 hit? Yes. <laughs> Roll for damage. Is that a non-natural or a natural? Uh, no. Okay. It... it I have a plus five to hit, ain't I? Oh, have a second or oh, higher, so that's three d six. 
that 17 damage. You blast the thing and it lands on the ground. It's looking very dazed and very stunned. There's a scorched hole in its chest that's emanating this bright light that lights it up like a target. It just <laughs> devastated. it. Well done. <laughs> and uh, now, uh, can I move? Uh, sure. I'm going to follow... Uh, Ava and Jude. Oh, yeah. Just, okay. Just in case Jude needs some healing. Aww. All right. That means a lot to me, buddy, considering. So, Aslan, you're up. All right. Given how. F- uh, uh, Aslan's going to take a moment. He's going to look at the. Group of four there. Just a little, just a small distance away. And he's gonna clutch his staff and with one hand kind of opened out. And he, um, he's gonna cast a uh, ice knife. Oh, so, like a, like a, like a, so a knife shaped shard of ice. And nice. He just kind of, kind of tosses it in the air with like a little flip, and just just tosses it one of the uh, I guess whichever one looks the most hurt. One that's covered in ice. I don't know. <laughs> yep, that would be well that and the one that attack is just smacked to the ground. Oh, true. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, let's go with the one that's. Slightly frosted, but in the air still. Okay, so ice knife. Uh, you rolled a hit, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, fourteen. That just does it. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, <clears throat> cool. It has the same durability as me. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, 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 oh! Yeah, it does this too. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll focus on the main damage first. Okay. This this spell's fun. This is what, I, what I've been waiting for. Uh, <laughs> so, so five points so of damage for that, but... It's dead. Uh, yeah. Um, how far are the other ones from it? They're all still pretty close to it. Like within mm-hmm. five feet? Am I close I would... to it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, deck safe. Here we go. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. So any of the anyone any of the others that are within five feet of that one have to succeed in a deck saving throw. The good news, Takis, is that you do have that temp HP. So Tracy, I swear to God, if you kill me, <laughs> what are you talking about? You got, gonna... you got you're at full health, right? Yeah, I am. Yeah, but, and temp uh, HP plus eight. Yeah, I, I yeah I am, but uh. It's a nat one on the save. Attackers, <laughs> you see this ice, this knife that seems to be made out of ice whiz past you and hit the one that's frozen. You're just like, oh, cool. And then he explodes. <laughs> he was so busy yelling at Jude to run, he didn't notice. Yeah. Yeah. Roll the yeah. damage. Okay. As a- so that's 
2d6. And what's the saving throw, by the way? Uh, saving throw is a 12. Okay, so... I mean, how'd the, I mean... How, how'd the raptors do? I mean... That's what I'm determining. Yeah. I mean, the one... <clears throat> I mean, let's see. The one that attack is smacked down, I think, would still count as within range of that, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I would He's say so if Tacus is in range. Okay. Um, yeah. Kill so, two. Yeah. Okay, yeah, uh, that, well, that's uh, three points of cold damage. Three points so, total? Yeah. And so it's halved if it's a save? Uh, uh, no, it just says yeah. if, it, basically, if, if basically succeed in the throw or you take 2d6. So, so... We could say that the bird, like, dodged it or something. Cause it yeah, okay, so happening. another one... Yeah, so one of them made it, the other one didn't, so he takes three. Yep. Alright, so... Do I take three, or does my nat one make me take six? <laughs> you take three! <laughs> take three. Yeah, uh, as it's used to, got here, he's like, Sorry! I'm still trying to figure out this spell! <laughs> the, the, good, the good news is, Felix, is that you got that temp HP, so you could say that magically it doesn't really... Hit you. No, just well, just this shock of it, or just like makes them sag out of it, or just like that could have fucking killed me. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Is it? Let's see. What else can I? Do? Gonna have to talk to Aslan about using his spells safety later. <laughs> spells for dummies. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, um, yeah, is he gonna do anything else? Um. Uh, I guess... Um... I'm guessing... Could I... Could I do with the bonus action, do the Kitagida whip, or is that more of a... Yeah, no, it's a bonus action. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll do that then. Uh, and I'll just hit the one that's Right next to that's right next to that's right next to Aslan because there's still one more that's right next to him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like there's the one on the ground and there's one so. Co- so you uh, want it, the one on the ground or the one that's up in the air? Uh, let's go with the one that's on the ground. Okay. Uh, so roll to hit, and you have advantage because that's one that Taurus got. <laughs> ah, okay. All right, so. <laughs> So wait, oh, hold on. I, uh, I've only done this once. Um, so will I just do the attack roll like it's a regular whip then, or like yeah. for like hitting? Okay, all right. Just just want to double check everything. Uh, 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 what does a thirteen? Oh wait, no, a thirteen. Yeah, that that's not gonna. And that's the one with advantage. Oh wait! Oh wait! Right! Advantage! Advantage! Right! Right! I forgot my advantage! That's better! 18! 18! That's better! That's better! Yep, that hits. Kill it. (laughs) (laughs) Put it out of its misery. Okay, uh... So, one... Wait, and so then... 
Oh, jeez. I, I, I'm got the right to tell them this. Oh, so it's with the whip damage and the lightning damage, or just the lightning damage? It's... Oh, wait, no, lightning like whip, so it would just be the 1d10 of lightning damage. That's right, that's right. That's yeah, right. yeah. And what am I gonna get? What am I gonna get? Come on, roll. Oh, okay, uh, that's uh, seven points of lightning damage. Yeah, so, and all of a sudden, afterthought, Aslan, still with Katagida in his other hand, sort of raises it up and flicks it back, and this arc of lightning shoots out and zaps the one that's still on the ground and sort of fluttering, trying to get up, and it just falls back down, dead. <laughs> its limbs sort of twitching metallically before it sort of shuts down completely. Uh... So now there's just five left. Okay. If my no, you guys have actually done a fair number. There's, um... There is, by my four count... Four. There are only three left. Oh, hey, three. Oh. Good. Oh, okay. Yep. So, Aslan, there's still one left that's on you, and, um... It's coming in hot, and, uh... <clears throat> total 21 to hit. No, that hits. Yeah, so you flick the blade back and you look up again, and it streaks past and nearly takes out your eye. Um, Which one? <laughs> <laughs> the one that has the scar over it. So, you, really you like take a total. Eye, <laughs> the, bird did, the bird saw it as a potential weakness. Like, maybe the damage was, like, deeper than, like, just the surface, which it wasn't, but, you know. They don't know that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They can hope. Birds can have hope. Happy <laughs> 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 2021. All right, just a bird. So, <laughs> so you take a total of six points of uh, damage. Six points of damage? As it sort okay. of strikes at your head. Okay. Um, and then it's going to circle around and try and get you again. Okay. Total of 14 did on the second attack. Nope. Alright, so you're going to block or dodge? Mm, dodge. Alright, so it hits you, you're sort of snarl, and as it goes at you again, you sort of duck out of the way. Um, Ava, it's your turn. Okay, time to shoot again. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> uh, that would be 14 plus 7. That'll hit. Roll for damage. <laughs> Uh, 14 points of damage. <laughs> Alright. And this is against one of the ones that's injured, but still flying around. Okay, so with that, um, you managed to hit one. It's not quite downed, but, um, you know, it's not looking good either. Mm-hmm. So, Jude, you're up. 
Mm. All right, so how many are left? There are three left. Okay. How far are they from me? How far did you move? 30 feet. Uh, so there are two that are 30 feet away from you. Um, mm -hmm. One that's currently attacking Aslan, that's like 40 feet. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I guess I'm gonna use my, let's see, hold on. Hmm. Um, I'm not gonna use a fire bullet because they're probably immune. Uh, I'm gonna use a, a second level acid arrow, um, on, <clears throat> not, not the one Spyro hit, but, uh, one of the two that, uh, were attacking me earlier. Okay. Uh, the Rolled one that looks hit. less less damaged. Okay. They're both okay. looking in pretty bad states. They both got arrows through them. Oh, they're about to have acid arrows now. <laughs> it's an upgrade. Okay. Ooh, okay. That is a... Uh, which one is my magic one? Seventeen plus four, so twenty-one to hit. That hits. Roll for damage. Okay, and that's gonna be four d fours. And then what? What else did it say? Acid arrow does. Oh, four four d fours is immediate, and two d fours is at the end of the next turn. If it, yeah, if it hits. Okay. Oh, lost my d four for a second. Hold on. Okay, where's my D4? There it is. One plus two is three. Plus three is six. Plus three is so nine points of acidic damage. And it's dead. So yeah, it just gets you know, it just the the arrows just you know like hit their marks. Um, one got like Jude knows where the weak spots are, so he aims straight for the weak spots, and they just start melting away in the acid. All right. It, so, as an area of effect. Um. Okay. Wait, it says shimmery. Well, hold on. Are we looking at acid arrow? Yes. Okay. I think it could only have one target, though. Is it mouse acid arrow or regular? Like, I know it's there's the another same. acid. Acid arrow and mouse acid arrow are the same thing. One's just named. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, 
It's instantaneous. Yeah, it's towards a target. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was takes... only aiming for one. Okay, okay, on good. On a miss, good. on a miss, though, it does splash for half the initial damage. Yeah, so even if they miss, it's still damaged. Right, okay. Be there because acid. There's the, uh, there's, there's the description. Got it, because got it. All right. So. It has acid. Yep. So you melt one. Um, the other one sees this and starts streaking towards you, Ju. Does it leave yeah. my um, zone of control? Um... Yes, in fact. Opportunity attack. Roll to hit. And this is why I told Jude to run and not me. I knew they'd go mm -hmm. after you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Five feet. I do wonder why they're going after my boyfriend, though, but that's for after the 24 battle. 24 to hit. That hits. Roll for damage. Come on, Felix. Scimitar to the face. Max damage, 6 plus 5, 11. And it's dead. Yeah! Alright. And with that, it's actually Takis' turn. There's one left, buddy. <laughs> Come on. Oh, is this one left low enough to the ground to hit with melee? Uh, yes, it is hovering around Aslan's head so you can reach it. Uh, charge! Scimitar attack! Alright, roll to hit. Come on. Dirty 20 to hit. That hits. Roll for damage. Not as good. <coughs> Six damage. Alright, so... You run up there, and you swat at the bird that's attacking Aslan. Um, there's the screech of metal on metal, and it's... Um, you know, it's not that badly injured. Kick, flip, spin, attack again! Alright, roll a hit. Come on. That's a 19 on the die, I'm assuming that does it. Yep, nope, that hits. Roll for damage. 8 this time. Okay. So it was a 6 and an 8? 6 yep. and an 8. It's looking pretty bad. You've gouged out a piece of its chest and it's struggling to stay airborne. Bonus action! Okay. Just look dead at Aslan. Finish this one off, why don't we? Uh, I'll just merge. Bardic inspiration. Nice, nice. Okay. Spyro, you're up. Ha! Right. So, he's going to sort of, he's still reeling from the fact that this is a bird, that it's just always birds. Uh, <laughs> why is it always birds? Yes. He, he just sort of, 
he starts to shake a little bit and goes, Dad, help me. I'm losing my mind. I'm starting to freak out. And he goes to fire another shot with his uh, arrow. He is a little bit more uh, shaky, though. Roll the hit. 17. That hits. Roll for damage. Come on. Come on, Sparrow. Oh, that's an eight plus three. I think. For I think the third time this campaign, I asked Spyro, "How do you want to do this?" Yeah! <laughs> nice. Uh, Spyro, Spyro always picking up the table scraps. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, he's doing he's doing good though. No, no, I'm just making right. a joke, Kai. Yeah, I know, but I'm just protective of bumps. So Spyro is just literally. He's hot, he's really shaking, his arm's shaking, he's sort of trying to line it up because it's a little bit further away than he was expecting. And he's just like, okay, you just got to breathe, just got to breathe. And he lets go of the arrow and he's aiming straight for its eye socket. <laughs> and Tarkus, Aslan, you see the bird here, you got to ready to finish off. All of a sudden, an arrow goes straight through its eye socket. Guide feathers get hitched on it, and it just yanks the bird's head off. As the body falls, the arrow carries the head and strikes the ground nearby. <laughs> as it as as slowly looks from the bird over the spiral, it's like, holy shit, nice shot, Spyro. Honestly, I did not expect that. Well looks done. Like, it looks like our little our Seder friend's growing up. Into a warrior. Jude, quickly, just, you know, after a quick look around at all his fallen brethren, just, you know, like, lets out a sigh and then switches to excitement at Spyro's, you know, feet and is just running up, like, to the, uh, like, with the others and just pats him on the back and is like, well done. I, I've dreamed at this moment. And as you say this, Spyro, mm -hmm. you hear a familiar voice in your head. Ooh. Dream no longer. Maintain your confidence. And moments like these will continue to grow, as does your own legend, my son. Byro just bursts into tears while everyone's sort of patting him on the back, and he's just... He's just overcome with every emotion under the sun, and he just wants to dance and sing a merry tune. Aww. And he just says, the only thing that would make this moment any better is if Tauros had his shirt off. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you had to ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, as let's just go. 
Quick turn to Tugs and be like, hey, uh, sorry about almost hitting you there. I didn't exactly go as I had hoped that spell was gonna go. It was a nice shot until it exploded. Yeah, I I, I had no idea that, that it would explode. Yeah, look, I know your magic's different from mine, sweetie, but I yeah, I, we need to talk about, you know, certain certain spells that explode and possibly hurt allies. <laughs> yeah. It just kind of looks at looks at his feet with like the kind of just the posture of like a child that just got scolded. It's just like, okay. <laughs> and then he, and then and then Jude just kind of gently like like lets out a sigh, comes up, like gently brushes your cheek in a in a very like loving way and it's just like hey, you're still learning the ropes. Don't don't get discouraged. You did really well. Right. Oh, first eagles, now envelope raptors. Uh, DM, I would like to make a perception check to make sure there's no sentinels, like, waiting on a nearby cliffside or something. Oh yeah, that yeah, those are roll a perception check. That is a concern we need to have. Unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well I'm pretty perceptive now. That's a not twenty perception. Nice. Okay. So you look at the mountains and you look around and you don't see any sign of a sign. So you turn your attention back to your fallen brethren, and you noticed in one of them, uh, one of the more intact ones, there's something odd about it. And you see I, that there's something embedded in its wing. I, I'm going to investigate. You go over and you pluck it out, and you look at it, and it's a tooth. A tooth almost the size of a dagger. Oh no. What? Mm, do I recognize it at all? Roll a nature or arcana check. Oh, I'm proficient in both. Let's do this. <laughs> Come on! It doesn't really matter which, it's the same proficiency and bonus to it. That is right. a non-natural 20. So, looking at this, this fang, unless this is a really old, really big, unnaturally so thing, which is entirely possible, there, there's no way this came from an Amphisbana. Amphisbana, to your knowledge, don't get this big. Mm -hmm. Um... Mm -hmm. You're trying to think, like, okay, so it's clearly some sort of snaked um, dragons um, aren't normally this fragile, so you don't have to worry about that, thank God. Um, but you're trying to think, and then you remember that this particular terrain is close to, you're getting pretty close to the necropolis. Mm -hmm. The necropolis is surrounded by swamps. Yep. 
and forests. Mm-hmm. And those are breeding grounds for perhaps one of the only things that's more terrifying or as terrifying as a dragon. Oh my fucking god, you wouldn't. This is a hydra tooth. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> um, hey guys, we shouldn't celebrate so much. And he kind of he pulls the tooth out from his brother and lifts it up for everyone to see. Looks like we're going to have a little bit of more trouble up ahead. How big are we talking? Um, what do you guys know about, uh, about a Hydra? Uh, um, Hydras? Um, can, uh, DM. Yeah? Can Toro see if Hydras have any connection to Farika? Um, sure, you can roll a religion check. Um, I would also like it if, and I understand if the answer is a no, if uh, Ava could make like a history check or anything to see if she remembers hearing any stories about them. Same. Sure, sure, yeah. Fire is going to do the same. Yeah, okay, one at a time, one at a time. Let's start from the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So starting from the top, um, mums, you wanted to roll? Yeah, just just in case there was any stories in the veil. You want me to roll it? <laughs> I'm so glad. Yeah, roll that a history has, check. I'm so glad that Jude has that nature bonus as well as Archon because, like, I feel like it's part of Jude's personality. Like, he would have read as as much about, you know, the the uh, the local um, ecosystem of Theros just for fun in my head canon. I'm just like, yeah, there's my boy, knowing his his uh. As monsters. <laughs> sorry, sorry for me gushing about Jude for a bit. I'm just, I'm just excited. No, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, no, totally. Mums, what'd you get? Uh, Seventeen for the worst roll. Yep. So you hear Hydra, and you immediately kind of shiver. Um. By the way, uh, Takas, did you want to roll something as well? Yeah, I got nothing on Hydras, man. I cannot figure out a way to tie a Hydra to Takus. Mm. I'll, uh, I'll allow you a history check. Alright. Plus one. Decent roll. 19. So, Spyro and Takus, the both of you seize up when you hear the word Hydra. The both of you, growing up in the Vale, have heard tale of Hydras. And there's one in particular that has haunted the Skola Vale for near as long as anyone can remember. And it is known simply as the Scourge. I... It was used basically as a sort of nightmare being the scared little satyr boys into behaving. Like, you don't go too far or else this will gobble you up. Like, <laughs> oh, great. And it is responsible and attributed to quite a large number of deaths in the Vale. Spyro, Spyro just sort of looks towards uh, Takas and goes, Scourge. 
Yeah, yeah, let's uh, hope not. Hey, you're just like, there's no way, we're nowhere close to the veil. It can't be the scourge. Yeah. That being said, though, hydras are so bad. You know that these things have a reputation for being voracious and easily one of the worst monsters anyone could have the misfortune of encountering. Um, Aslan, what did you get? Oh, uh, I hadn't rolled yet. Okay, uh, make so a roll. Mystery. <clears throat> Does the kitty know his snake? <laughs> That's a five. He's like, oh, oh. He's, he's like, he's like, I have never heard of such a thing. Well, you've heard of hydras, but you're just like, okay, it's a hydra. It's essentially a snake with loads more heads. It's basically like Amphisbana, but more heads. We've taken those on. We can take this on, right? Like, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. <laughs> We're fine. I, 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 I love Aslan's personality, roles included. It's like, he's just like, yeah, come on, let's go. I love my boyfriend. <laughs> Ava, what did you get? 18. And this is for, like, knowledge of a Hydra from a sort of military... Historical standpoint? Uh, basically, what she would learn in the context of being an Acroan soldier. Yeah, so... Hydras for the Acroans are a rare thing to... But you have heard one tale... And it's a tale that's been repeated in the Theriad, and it's one that Tauros, with a 17, you would know as well. Um, it is said that the champion of Heliod in the Theriad was the one who slew Polucranos, the greatest of all Hydras, for he came from Nyx and were told to swallow all of Theros. The champion of Heliod slayed the beast, and so garnered fame and glory for themselves and for all, for ridding the world of such a creature. Um, that's the only real Hydra of significant note that you know of, but still, it's a reputation. <laughs> like, this is what goes to your heads, guys. These are legends. And these are Hydras that have grown And just the prospect of a regular Hydra... They can easily become one of these terrors that you all have heard about. Um, yeah, and I've, I've, so, and I've read about. Yeah. Yeah. So, Hydras don't have any affiliation with Farika? Uh, no, but you do know that they are a force of nature, of ravenous nature, that can devour entire ecosystems uh, <laughs> before following in. Before falling into a slumber and just sort of waiting beneath your a lot can be done with hydro parts, um, fangs, bones, scales, like they're all important for various medicines, but can't eat those parts. <laughs> oh, hey, that's, uh, I... that's a different matter entirely. Oh, well, hey, since I have a fang, I guess I could give that to Toros. <laughs> so does Jude give Toros the fang? Well, I mean, Jude would know oh, that, you know, like, Jude is pretty knowledgeable of that sort of stuff, so I feel like he would confidently, like, hand over the thing to, uh, to Toros. It's just like, let's hope, uh, we're... 
lucky enough to not end up having to um, find the rest of this. Right, but if we do find the rest of it and somehow have the ability to slay such a beast, we can benefit from this. I I, I love I, I love your uh, your confidence there. Here's what we're going to but, do. Uh, we know it's in the air. We know these things flew over it, over its territory, but we don't know when they did so. Basically, let's recently. be... Okay, thank you, Jude. Let's be ready for it, but let's not go... Let's be ready for it if it finds us, but let's not go looking for it. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, that's kind of what I was going to suggest. Uh, sorry. Oh no, 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 no! I was, I was saying that more to to Tauros. Oh. Okay. Because it okay. it seemed like he was getting excited there at the prospect of Hydra parts. It's like let's not and say we didn't. Hey. <laughs> it's like let's let's keep the fang and call it a day. Let's not <laughs> let's not borrow trouble. Anyway, but yeah, uh, Jude hand the thing over to Tauros for your experiments, dear sir. This can be very beneficial to us. Very, right, very then. much so. Uh, is anyone uh, too badly hurt? Ah, you have dents and plating, but in that I can't self self heal uh over time okay unless we're going like lava are we really close to our destination or are we st are we still like a day off um looking at it it looks like you still have a ways to go you're going to need to go through the mountain and mountain travel as you guys are well aware can be uh Difficult, to say the least. Alright. I uh, recommend, before we hit this next part, uh, with Ava's permission, of course, we probably want to set up camp pretty soon. Um, and then me and Toro should probably get about making these potions, these uh, healing potions for the herbs I gathered. Uh, Right. So Let's... that just in case we run into the Hydra, we're well prepared. Right. Let's see if we can find a spot uh, out from... Let's see if we can find a good spot to set up camp not too far from here. If there, and, if we um, are getting close to Hydra territory, we're going to need to be... Oh, we are all going to need to be in peak form going forward. Right. And... If you want, uh, Jude, we could simply make the potions while we are on our first watch. Agreed. All right, wonderful. So, you and me on first watch together? Uh, yes, you and I. Uh, Tauros can kind of see that, it, though Jude's being quite professional, he is kind of fidgeting nervously, uh, because this is the first time that, besides... Uh, with helping Horus out, uh, I mean, well, wait, no, yeah. Yeah, 
this is the first time that they've interacted since the incident, I believe. So. Anyway. Um. So anyway, uh, so Jude just, you know, that's all he had to say. And, you know, if Ava gives the go ahead, then, you know. Love, I have a question before we move too far on. Yep. What's the XP from those, uh, those birds? Yeah. yeah. You guys get 800 experience points. Not <laughs> enough to level. It's because we're going to fight a Hydra. God, I hope not. <laughs> Hydras, they are 12! No, they're not. Iron scale hydras are. Who said I was spending an iron scale at you? Yeah. Theros. You said 800, <laughs> right? Yep. Yep, 800 experience points. Alright, yeah, we are I, at our... 21,700. Yes, that is, alright. I mean, true, knowing me, it's probably not going to be standard Hydra. Come on, guys. It's not going to be that bad. Yeah. He's holding all that for Cleo's fight. <laughs> I'm sorry for bringing it up. I'm sorry. Hydras are CR8. Hydras mm. are CR8. I, I will say, as soon as... As soon as, um... Spyro heard the words Hydra and turned to Takis and said the Scourge. He's now pretty much in a ball on the floor in the on in the fetal position, just sort of he he's having a bad day. <laughs> well hey, your dad talked to you. I mean this is out of character, I'm sorry. Anyway. I like how that, that happiness was short lived. Like the moment I mentioned Hydra, now you're back in fetal position. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, so... It's nightmares for a while. <laughs> mm -hmm. Alright, so... That's still a full day. Um, you guys gonna be moving, or what are y'all doing? Yeah, mm -hmm. but we're gonna be stealthy about it, I think. Right, right okay. Susan? Yeah, we are moving in the mode of... We don't want what lives here to know we are coming through here. Got it. Mm-hmm. We are in trying to avoid Hydra mode. Yep. So uh, Jude's gonna make sure to, you know, hit Spyro on the head, give him little head pats so that he'll calm down and not give away our position. Spyro <laughs> just breathes in and breathes out and breathes in, breathes out, and he goes, "If we're being stealthy, what am I gonna do about my face? You know, because I shine." Uh, don't worry. Uh, you just takes off his his wizard coat and just drapes it over Spyro, and it's a little big, but not not too big, much bigger than Spyro. Uh, so it's like if you're really worried about it, just use that. And now there's a topless Jude. Aslan appreciates it. Who is also very shiny. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> is shine. Well, well, I mean, you just kind of forgot. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot your maid almost entirely out of bronze. <laughs> well, I mean, 
this is the journey of how I feel like I'm a real boy. Uh, give me some slack. <laughs> okay. So you guys, the rest of the day, travel without incident. Um, I imagine you set up camp for the night. Yep. Yep. Okay. You guys set up watch for the night. Um, Boros and Jude is first watch. Yes. All right. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, I guess Aslan will take second watch. Okay. If anyone wants to join. Uh, and who's taking the last watch? Uh, Ava will do it. Okay. I don't mind joining Ava. All right. So, Tauros, mm -hmm. Jude. Mm hmm. Roll perception. Okay. Don't like how you said that. Uh, not bad. No, boy. Could be worse. I just coming, I just know it. It, it, okay, um, so that's not. a 17 plus 1, so that's a 18 for me. And for me, it is an 11. Not bad. So, Tauros. The mountain crags are silent. Nothing stirs to your eyes. However, Jude, you see exactly what Taurus sees. You guys are good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, cool. Time for time for RP. Time for roleplay purpose. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So Taurus, I imagine you're sitting down looking at the hydrofang. Uh, yeah, he's looking at the hydrofang by the fire. Yep. You hear a voice in your head, a hissing whisper. Of course it is. A fine ingredient to add to the Kylix. just nods and just puts it in his bag. And as you open your bag, green smoke seems to lift out of it, and you see nestled in there with your item is the cup. I'm guessing or... I don't see this. Now you see the green smoke coming out of the bag. So yeah, green smoke's coming out of Boris's bag. Great. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, Jude, Jude's gonna have a quizzical look on his face as he watches. God, shit's afoot again! Doros just takes the fang and just puts it in the Kylex. Okay, you don't take it out of the bag? <sighs> you know what? Yeah, he does. He, he, like, raises it out of the bag a bit to make sure he puts it in correctly. Okay. Can I do a, like, what kind of check would I have to see if I recognize it? Like, or heard of it? Um, 
That would be a religion check. Awesome. Okay, well, that is a 16 plus 7. So that's a uh, 23. So you see that, and you notice that there's a metal band around the rim. And looking at the signature there, you know that's no ordinary cup. That's something forged for the gods, because that band has Perforce's mark on it, signifying that he made that for God. And given the green smoke and all that, you're fairly certain that's something he made for Farika. Yep, yep. Just based on the fact that, one, Tauros is a follower of Farika, two, green smoke is genuinely Farika, and three... His dad made it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's a logical conclusion to come to. Yeah. Jude does feel a slight feeling of, I guess, nostalgia of seeing something of his dad's up close again. But he he's, he doesn't really say anything yet. He's just gonna let Tauros do his thing. And Tauros just puts the hydrophane into the Kylex. And as you put it in there, the fang seems to sort of dissolve into whatever is in there. And the liquid doesn't rise or bubble over, but steam does sort of pour forth and more sort of green smoke sort of billows around as Light seems to glimmer across the surface of the cup. Alright, and Tauros is going to think in his head to Farika. So is it okay that I put it in the bag now? None of it will spill out? You don't get an answer. Mm. So it's just she up. she doesn't want to hold your hand. <laughs> yeah, clearly. He just looks at the Kylex. Looks at Jude. Looks back at the Kylex. Puts and it gently yeah. in his bag. You, you okay. can see Jude Jude's eyes follow the Kylex all the way back to your bag, but you know, it's a it's that look of nostalgia and almost kind of um, you, you you could swear it's like he's similar to the same look he gave to his brothers whenever they you know make them fall to the ground dead. It just looks back up at Jude. Well, um, that was a uh, something. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that, that was something, all right. You, you have this strange, um, look on your face. What's up with that? If you don't mind me asking, I'm not trying to be rude. Oh, <laughs> just kind of laughs a bit because he wasn't expecting Tauros to talk to him so nonchalantly. Um, and he kind of smiles at it because he's like, he's, he's kind of surprised that Tauros isn't 
at least um, hasn't shown any sort of hostility or madness at him yet. So he just, you know, he kind of smiles at the fact, like, man, Tauros really is my friend. And he kind of points to where Tauros put the, uh, put put it away, and he's like, uh, that's actually one of the uh, items my my father made for Farika. And I got to hold it and use it. Such a high honor. I'd Such say a so. Honor indeed. I I would say so. Not many uh, in the mortal realm, uh, Minotaur or otherwise, gets to hold such an important item. Well, I assume it's not all Minotaurs got to do that, since they seem to follow Mogus a lot, unfortunately. Right. Now... Is there anything you wish to discuss, Jude? I know that when we faced those dreadful raptors again, that was unfortunate for both of us. Um, <laughs> there was the reveal of the Hydra fang, at least. Yeah, I, I figured it would be something that uh, you could gain use from being... Um, I mean, well, not just a follower of Farika, but also, uh, you know, the cleric of our party. Uh, true, true. I am a devout follower of Farika, mm-hmm. uh, part of the priesthood. And that thing will be used for things, I, I am willing to say, things that your mind has not even thought about. Jude's face kind of turns serious, and he kind of looks over at Tauros, and he's just like, just promise me it'll be used for something good. Not something I'll regret. And Jude's eyes... Oh, sorry. I don't think you'll regret it. In fact, that thing is part of why I was chosen as the champion of Farika. I have to use that thing a couple times. Mm. I'm working on a uh, concoction of sorts. Um. Is that a I'm... problem? I'm just, I'm trying to not have a biased opinion of the fact that Farika is asking you to make something. I'm I'm really trying not to... Why would you have a biased opinion about Farika? Jude's face... First, there's a flash of of guilt because he remembers what where the memory like led to, and a look of pain at the remembering it, and he kind of looks Tauros in the eyes, and he's just like follower of Farika 
killed the people closest to me. A follower, you say? Uh, one of the so-called clerics uh, in Melitus, in fact. Melitus, my. Could you describe them to me? Mm. I player will ask DM for a description. You don't just have description, you have a name for this man who you absolutely hate. Okay. <laughs> oh no. Um Jude's posture just kind of stiffens and uh Poros will notice that Jude kind of lights up a little. But not 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 enough to where um you know it it would be anything to concern over. You can just tell that he's upset. Right. Uh I have better than a description. I know his name. He's oh. quite popular in Melitus, actually. From what um, I recall. Wouldn't be odd to find them, I suppose, if they are so popular. Tell me, what's their name? Frixis? Uh, Jude sees Taurus's face drop. And this Taurus? is... Taurus raises a shaking hand, takes off his glasses, and he begins to weep. Tor Taurus? Are, yes. are you okay? No. I'm, I'm not okay, Jude. I'm, I'm sorry. I know that... You know, being a follower of Farika, this is hard to understand, and I know that doesn't, you know, excuse He's me attacking you the way I did. Follower. He was my teacher! I learned under a murderer. He, wa he, he what? He was my teacher. He taught me all I knew of how to be a medicus. Um, Jude is gonna roll an insight on Tauros. It's not because he doesn't trust him. He's just he's just antsy about right, hearing that's, that's that hearing that you're apparently a student of the man who killed a bunch of people. A bunch of people. Okay. Uh, and for insight. So that's a 17 on insight. Oh, what are you insighting on? Your reaction. I'm trying to see if you're Oros being genuine. has the look of utter betrayal and heartbreak. Oh. I thought he was a good man. Yes. I studied under him for years. It was most likely before your time, if I recall correctly. 
I don't care it was before my time. He, he killed. Why? Why did he kill? Jude thinks back to what Frixis told him in the memory. Um, which I, I'm having a little trouble remembering exactly word for <coughs> word. What what did he say, Lava? Because I remember you said I asked him why and he told me something. He told you that he did exactly as you asked. That he saved them from the affliction that was plaguing Melitus at the time. And seeing as how supplies were in limited demand, he made the logical choice, just like how he was going to ensure that the affliction didn't spread from this home, which is why he went after you next. Mm. Uh, you remember the Temple of Phoenix? My supposed home. Uh, yes, I remember it fondly. They kidnapped me. Well... <laughs> and he kind of chuckles at that a bit. More at, more at uh, the reaction. Um, it's kind of a, a half-hearted laugh. Um, back before I knew you all, when I was the other me... I was desperate. I needed assistance, much like they needed assistance of you uh, in our recent bouts in Melitus. And I approached Frixis for a solution. Um, I left him to his own devices. When I came back, everyone I knew and loved were dead. And when I confronted him about it, he told me that he was freeing them of their affliction, that it was necessary that they die so that it wouldn't spread further, so that the ends justify the means, as he put it. I, I don't understand. When I was in the temple and I saw those sick... I didn't kill anyone, and I still did it. How? How could such a great teacher resort to killing? The only way I could imagine that is if it was a plague of maybe thousands. Can I roll to see if Tauros knows about if this was like a historic plague? Yeah, roll his history check. All right, come on, dice, don't fail me. That's an eight. You failed me. <clears throat> would have been like you wouldn't have been around for it, so yeah, it you, you don't know. Yeah. Um. This was apparently, and also you're in, under incredible emotional stress, so remembering details is a bit difficult right. at this point. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, it was either before my time or my judgment has been clouded. For all these reasons. Tor Tauros, I'm sure it was before your time. Otherwise, you would have known of me. I was 
not as concealed as I am these days. At least I'm fairly certain a good amount of people knew who I was. I, I see. Well, I, I still can't believe it. Well, the followers of Fenix have always been looked down upon. I'm not trying to, by any means, give your teacher a pass because I hate him. Oh, I, and sadly, that anger got passed on to you. When I was fighting you that day, I wasn't seeing you. I was seeing him in your place. In all fairness, hearing that, I don't blame you. But it wasn't right of me. I, I never said it was right of you. What you did was not fully you. I am aware of that. Um, in fact, uh, Fenix tried to make me a sacrifice. Yeah, I was not really happy with that. Um, once I came uh, to and um, I think it's obvious that I wasn't happy about that either. <laughs> oh, of course not. I doubt anyone wants to be sacrificed to the gods. I, I unless mean, unless they're. Uh, the, Unless they're like maybe a zealot. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I was going for. <laughs> or the those ones who willfully become gorgons. Mm, right. Um. Well, hey, I know I know it's a lot to take in, and I'll I'll leave you to decide what you do with that information. But um, now you know why I have a sort of bias against followers of Farika, at least specifically of Farika. I the memory was just so strong; it's kind of stuck <laughs> to me. That's. that's Fine, I suppose I don't know how I can help you with your memories, honestly. I uh, I would prefer that we don't Fair enough. I've kind I've 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 kind of given up on that endeavor. At least while I'm around you all. I see. I'm oh. I mean that's that's not to say that I won't get memories randomly. Right. But I'm I'm not going to be actively seeking them. But our previous conversation about them still applies. I still expect you to take the necessary measures in case my old habits rear their head again. Now, your old habits, they were with that attack. I I won't lie, it was rough. But also, it was Fenix attacking me. And... Um, I didn't think that was quite fair. I posed no threat against you. Um... 
I guess to explain, I was reliving the moment. And uh. so in my mind, you were the threat. And Fenix was acting according to my reaction to you. I'm not saying that that absolves him or anything, but throughout my um, dealings with him, he usually seems, as, as far as I'm aware, to have me make my own decisions uh, in those things, but he shouldn't be giving an amnesiac with PTSD tendencies that much of a say in those particular moments, if I can say. I, 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 I would think you would agree. Someone in, a, in an emotional state like that is not the best at making decisions. I, I do agree, but I, I still can't delete it. It just kind of puts an arm on Taurus's shoulder in a comforting way. Toros not only accepts it, but he hugs back and he starts crying into his shoulder. Jude getting all the hugs these past two weeks. Yeah, just like... Jude, when, when things got rough it, while I was in the Temple of Frika, do you know what kept me going? What, Tauros? I wanted to make Frixis proud of me. But now? I, I can't believe it. It's... Oh hey. You have us now. We can we can help you. And right. I always feel like you're way too hard on yourself anyway. I think that you're amazing. Uh, I always well, have. Thank you. Jude, you are quite amazing. You are very adept in your magic, very Educated, more educated than I. Mm. Um, but the only thing that was really hard about my studies was the times I would get hit in the head. <laughs> yeah. mm. That was supposed to be a joke. Oh, ha 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 No, no, it wasn't funny. <laughs> Dude's face goes back to serious. No. <laughs> I'm going to my tent. I have some things to think about. Don't worry, I'll continue the watch in your stead. Thank you. And he takes his bag and he just goes to his tent. Tries to sleep. <sighs> okay. So... Jude, the watch eventually ends. Um, you get uh, Ava and I believe Aslan were up next. Yes. Or, or, or did, oh wait, no, no, it was just it was just Aslan because Ava is with Spyro, the final watch. So it's just Aslan. Okay, okay so just Aslan. Got it, Aslan. So, uh, yeah, yeah. 
Can I can I role play me getting him lava just real fast? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. I uh, go into his tent and I uh, gently sh- shake his shoulder, but also press my lips against his forehead. Is like it's your turn. All right. Just you know, kiss him lightly awake. You know, in a cute way. <laughs> it's like. Oh, all right. Oh, anything, uh, anything out of the ordinary happen? Mm, had a little heart-to-heart with Tauros, but I think he mm. wants to be alone. Um, if you okay. don't mind, can I can I stay in your tent until you get back so we can sleep together? Of course. Of course. He presses a, he kisses Jude's for Jude on the forehead and too. He's like, of course. I'll be, I'll be right back when my shifts is done. And he goes and just sits for watch. Uh, uh, what did I rolled a 13 for my perception check? So, look around at the rocky crags. Keeping an eye out, keeping an ear out. Nothing. Mm. I'd say with like seeing the mountains in the distance, um, I guess he'll just take a moment to think of uh, uh, of the mountain uh, of a uh, back at back at the plains. Cause the mountains ringing Oruskos. Yeah. Yeah. But. Doesn't really do much else other than just keeping watch and then. Uh, I guess when the watch is over, uh, goes and wakes up Ava and Byro. She's like, all right, your turn. Okay. And just heads back to his tent with Jude. All right. So, Spyro, Ava, you take your watch. Perception checks. <clears throat> yes. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, dear Lord. So, uh, you look around you and you're jumping at shadows. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's a tree. Ava, you look around. You see a shadow behind 
Spyro. Oh, no. And it's his own horn. Ah. Nothing else going on. <laughs> God, you, God. You're, just, you're just trolling us tonight, huh? Lava <laughs> woke up. It chose violence. I never chose violence apart from the end of Raptors. He hasn't chosen violence. He's chosen mischief. He's chosen okay, mischief, bro. Um, okay, the song he was singing this morning when he woke up was Anyways After Ava has ascertained nothing is going to eat them in the night She looks at Spyro I'm not going to ask if you're okay, because the answer is very clearly no, but would you mind telling me what's got you so nervous? Uh, Spyro just sort of looks and goes, well, it's, it's quite literally this, and he literally pulls out a piece of paper that's about a decent size, and he's like, to start off with, I caused all this mess with Tauros and, and Jude by telling Jude about everything that happened in Miletus and how how Tauros made me cry. And then all of this stuff with birds uh, and more <laughs> birds. Why were they made of metal? I, I don't understand. Uh, <laughs> they're... Think of them as something like Jude, but not Jude at the same time. Well, they definitely liked Jude. They kept trying to to peck my boy. Right. And then there's this whole Hydra mess. The Scourge. I know, it's, it's got me on edge. Every light shadow, it's just got me jumpy and... Well... Ava kind of thinks for a minute and then kind of sighs well um the best I can really do to bring you at ease is uh well We're miles and miles and miles away from where this scourge thing probably lives. Well, you, you say that, but that that is... Jude said it was a hydra fact. If that means that a hydra is here, that means there's more of them. Yes. Um, they are a species, but generally, so long as you avoid them, they... So long as they don't know you're there, you're fine. Of course, in the back of her mind, Ava notes, of course, given how they have all extraordinary senses that help them find food. Uh... (laughs) However, given the plethora of heads and how all of those heads are geared towards stuffing their gullet, 
avoiding them is a task easier said than done. However, I will say this. Should a Hydra come, all of us will do our best to, if not best it, then at least make it sorely, sorely regret thinking we might be on the menu. You watch as he kind of eases a little bit and he's just like, thank you. You're welcome. Ava. I just, I've just been filled with so much <laughs> doubt recently and, and everything that's been going on with Jude and it's... And now Tarkus is feeling depressed and I understand that. But I just feel like I'm being pulled in a hundred different directions and I don't know what to do with myself. Pick where you... The best thing I can say is pick where you apply yourself. If you try and do everything, a lot, a lot of... So here's the way I was talked to about this sort of thing. If you spread yourself too thin trying to do everything at once, what you'll end up with is a lot of things either half done or done poorly. <laughs> but if you focus on doing one or two or maybe three things, those things end up getting done and done well. You kind of see Spyro just start sort of jotting little things down and he just <laughs> sort of, he just sort of look and once he's once he's finished sort of writing it and he goes Thank you, Ava. Oh, I um I I I, f I forgot to say. Um I, I was I was gonna ask you this week about um uh how you get into contact with Iroas, but he a good he, he actually said something today. Just after I took the head off of that raptor, I, I heard his voice in my head. He said he was proud. And he said that I should be proud. And he also said something about my legend being my legend growing. I I don't know exactly what that means, but Maybe I'm. Maybe they might hear about this back home and they might accept me again. I'd be surprised if they didn't. And as for how I get in touch with Iroas, mostly I just. Mm. Uh, so. Let's. So I'm going to show you how I usually sort of extend the request of hey can we have a chit chat so i just uh sort of get myself composed or well sometimes i get myself composed and i focus on iroas and then I think, or sometimes say out loud, what I uh, what I would like to talk with him about, 
and clarify that that is something at his earliest when he has the time so and he notices and as Ava's saying all of this and as she sort of gets ready to demonstrate he notices something kind of flicker behind her eyes for a moment she's like and I know what I'm going to ask about what are you going to ask about well this is only so I can I'm going to ask about the fates of Anax and Saimide, my aunt and uncle. They they disappeared when I was 15, and I never found out why. Byro just sort of puts his hand on, um, his hand on Ava's shoulder and just... Even just, you just right, carry on. Even if it's knowing where where their bodies lie, it's just I need the closure. And uh, yeah, I sorry. <laughs> don't, don't, don't worry, fire. Just sort of, sort of pulls a tear from his eye and goes I I haven't told this <laughs> to many but um the reason why I still hold on to this dagger is because I was going to put it on on Lycus's grave and I could never find it no one ever told me where it was so I'm hoping when I do get back, I will get that opportunity to put the dagger on his grave and finally get some closure. Right. <sighs> anyway, some... <laughs> so, to bring things off a less uh, depressing subject. <laughs> yes. Um, Eva takes out a little notebook that Spyro vaguely remembers that she's been taking notes in a lot. So, I've been trying my hand at... Uh, writing uh, at writing some songs but I'm I'm not very good and I don't want to be a pest to Takis given the given the state he's in mm -hmm. honestly given that he chucked his loot in the fire I'm not even sure I not even sure he'll... I'm worried he might have given music up. 
And I don't want to poke a sore spot. You can take the music away from the bard, but you can't take them. You can't take the music out of the what? Never mind. <laughs> Fire goes. I think what you're trying to say is, you can. Is that you can take away a bard's instruments, but you can never take the music out of the bard. No. He'll he'll find he'll find his moment where he can sing again. We just got to be there for him until that day comes. Right. So here's what I've been trying to work on. I've been most... I'm not really... <laughs> writing epic ballads is not my thing. Uh, but uh, I've been trying to write some uh, funny things based on our uh, adventures in uh, Melitus. So I'm writing about the so I'm writing about an incident we had with Cadmus and from there she goes on describing the song and how she's having some issues with phrasing. Okay. So, okay, so he still looked he, yeah, uh, Spire looked at it and goes, "Yes, you must mention more about the dress." It's like the thing is I the thing is I don't want these I'm not sure whether to use short sword or long sword here. Hmm. Oh, short sword. Short sword all the way. Long okay. sword isn't funny. Short sword is a lot better. Okay, thank you. <laughs> and so, as the young bard in training and the somewhat more experienced one go over music and and as the sun rises over the mountains and the group starts to get ready to head off once more, ever closer to their goal, mm -hmm. we're going to call it here for the night, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. yeah, that was a <laughs> session. <laughs> this was a session. My goodness. Yeah. So many yeah. amazing moments, but man, yeah. did they make me cry. Oh, I'm, <laughs> yeah, so me. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, it's fine. No, 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 through this without feeling a little bit of emotion well up at you. You all are monsters. Um, but everyone else, uh, we love you, and we're sorry to make you go on this field trip with us, but, uh, you know, it's what you're here for, I imagine, so here we are. Yeah. But, um, thanks guys for joining in. Um, thanks everyone listening, and um, yeah, please uh, continue to support us, um, either on www.allagesgeek.com or via Patreon, or via the Discord. Like, there's so many ways you can get in touch with your inner geek and all the geeky goodness that we do here, including D&D, um, Dice Sesh, and uh, various articles and the like that um, our wonderful writers here do. Um, just, yeah, check us out. Uh, make sure to support us. And, uh, 
yeah, no, it, it, mm-hmm. we're loving the ride, and we're hoping you are too. But um, oh, yeah. also, don't forget to leave us feedback if you'd like. Um, we have our Twitter hashtag um, Dicesh on AAOG. If y'all want to leave leave us feedback, we'd love to see it. Yep. <laughs> Comments too. Just, just, just praise us. Praise the suns. <laughs> no, 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 no. Praise, sun. praise the game. Right, right. No, don't praise the sun in Theros. Uh. Hashtag fuck the sun. Until <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. next time, guys. I hope you all had fun. Um, thanks for coming by and listening in. And uh, until next time, may the dice forever be in your favor. Bye for now. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Toodles. There once was a time when we'd settle our scores with a knife in the back or a scythe on the balls. Now a hero doth not carry dagger, no sword, just a cheat or stain sticky as Jerry Keyboard. And his only companion, from what I can tell, is a rodent with wheels, lights, and angles from hell. So all you good people, now come gather round and hear my new stories of heroes above. For there is a new breed of adventure in here, who laughs in the face of all danger, no fear. So prepare your armor and ready your eyes for a poke in the eye from a twenty-sided dice. Also most likely Cheeto-stained. If... Yes, Blake, I know. <laughs> oh. That cat seriously followed us the entire way from the temple. Who keeps feeding it? <laughs> <laughs>